What's up, Mzansi? Welcome to what you're listening to, The Rewind. The one, the only B tenacity. Say it with me, my granny's favorite presenter. I've got Ponatako Punza Malibia right here by my side. Punza, the girl with the golden voice. How are you doing? I'm doing well in yourself. I'm doing great in stuff. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I need to stop saying sorry. I've, I've been telling myself I need to learn to stop saying sorry. Like sometimes I'm always apologetic. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. So yeah, you know, I yeah. I saw a tweet that said, um, "What you call this? Being uh, super apologetic, being um, a people pleaser, and being I forgot what are signs of childhood trauma." And I'm just like, it "Oh is. my god, that is traumatic. Like, how can you just be sorry? Everything you make, like you're being awkward now. You're apologizing for being awkward. Why? Like for any." So that you is make true. A mistake, you it apologize is, you apolo- for making a mistake. And even if you just spilled water on yourself, you're like, sorry, sorry, sorry. You're like, why are you apologizing to other people? So I'm learning. Negging you sorry from now on on the show, unless I've hurt someone, then I'll be very sorry. But to myself, you know, you know, when joking. I noticed it was bad for me, it was when I would be in a public space and someone would bump into me or someone, and I would be like so quick to be like, oh, sorry, sorry. Exactly. I, like, oh, I also do that. Yeah, they bump me and they, sorry, they don't like, even care. They bump you rough and then they pass me like, oh, sorry. And I, I, yeah. I made the excuse that maybe I didn't want conflict. Like maybe that person will come back and punch me. Just be like, I'm sorry, you know? But no, man, that's some, yeah. that's some nonsense. We need to work on that, actually. Mm-mm. Thank you for bringing it up. We definitely need it's to work on it. definitely childhood traumas. All right? Thanks. Yeah. How are you doing on this beautiful week? Ah, I'm doing so well. Oh, my God. I've learned that there's this term called PDD. You know this PMS? PDD yeah. is like a it's like a form of depression because you get PMS and it's something we joke around and there's PDD and it's a form of like depressive episode before you get your period and I didn't know I had it like every a week before I get my period. What is what is wait what does PDD stand for? I forgot. Let me just check. And then okay, I learned this, guys. I'm a TikTok fan. All right, all right. Oh. <laughs> Preserve, yeah, oh, pervasive. Pervasive, uh, pervasive <laughs> developmental disorders. Uh, oh, okay. this, the diagnostic um, category of uh, pervasive PDD basically refers to the group of disorders categorized by delays of development as uh, and communication skills. No, child, I don't think it's there. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, 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 Wait, let me let me delays in the developmental of socialization and communication skills. Listen, listen to it. I heard I found it. Persistent depressive disorder. I don't know what I was reading there, child. Um it's like mild but long-term depression. So it happens before you like go on your period. Like every time I go on my period, I used to have like normal PMS. No, I don't actually have like that. PMS like I mean yes I'll be moody but like I'm the most functional physically on when I'm on my period like literally before yeah. I start my period I get the urge to want to work out whatever and that's complete opposite to other women but emotionally I am in the gutter like I feel very 
like symptoms of depression like you feel so depressed like very suicidal yeah. thoughts like really like dark times before you get Jeez. i get to my period like i am the most emotional and i was like until I, I like i came across that i was like whoa that is so 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 intense like what the hell then i was like actually i do experience that like yes i get women get moody or whatever and i even try prepare myself that when you're feeling like this around like so i think it's a combination actually like pms mpd yeah. oh my god so but anyway this week i'm doing so That's well a terrible combination it is a terrible combination so a week before like it's just like the the gutter but like i am feeling well like last week my nephew visited so it was like really fun but like having kids child is a lot of work like That's why I even pulled off. I'm like, oh, Bongani, can we not work on these days? Because I was like, it, I felt like it was a lot on my hands. Uh, I mean, yes. in a nice way, but it's like you're used to your routine as a person who doesn't have a child. And then if there's a child involved in there, they don't understand some of the things. So imagine if I had a child, I'd have to like work around telling him that, you know, then he's like to me, oh, is Bongani your friend? Why are you always recording with Bongani? He even knows your name, obviously from last year, but he's like, oh, it's like, oh, whatever. Anyway... <laughs> But otherwise, I'm doing you know, very well. Yes. The whole having a child thing is scary. I need to just comment on that because Usi and I recently bought um the bunnies these um stacking cups as toys, mm. and they put that when the bunnies are not there playing with those toys and they're just sitting around there, it literally looks like there's a toddler that's in the house. Mara agekola, maybe ulele ekamere de sabo. And we keep looking at it, it's just like hey, 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 no, no, no. Yeah, um, it's, so, <laughs> it's not so I don't I don't even need to be in the yeah, I don't even need to be in the presence of a child for a long time to definitely know that right now at the present moment. Mm. Um I'd rather not thank you very much. And actually, Punsa, mm-hmm. I must um apologize to our listeners. So something a little funky happened last week with the episode. Mm. Um Punsa's audio sort of cut and we weren't able to get the last part of um Tuli's interview with Punsa. But guys, involved. don't worry. I mean, with me, with my audio it's it's fine because I really didn't speak much in that thing. So I did understand that <laughs> I was really But there were moments there were moments where we were just like, yeah, Punta, that's true. That's true. But <laughs> no one heard what Punta said. And you know, when I edited it, I thought I did a good job. I thought I'm listening to it. And I'm just like, oh, damn. And we were having YouTubers' heads busy saying, they don't watch their shit before they're uploaded. And you can tell. Not again. Not to expose At least she looks at his lama accident. So we yeah. all grow and we and learn. In glory. I was over actually, I feel like it's a conversation we need to have, sorry, about uh, parenting. Like, I was having an interesting conversation with someone yesterday, and they asked me, um, I don't know, I was just like, oh, I'd love to have a child. And they're like, why? And I always thought about it. I'm like, I don't know, because people have always described the feeling of having a child, like, like it feels like full circle. Like, it feels like you feel complete. Yeah. And I understand that. But then he mentioned, like, but then why don't you, like, why can't you, can't you, like find something that completes you why does it have to be a child or another human or something being brought to the world like why can't your purpose or whatever you're brought here fulfill you like i mean i understand if you feel like your purpose is to bring children into the world or whatever and i was just like i've never thought about it but besides the fact that i can procreate like the fact that i can do it i've never thought of why besides feeling broody all of that like why am i you know 
actually like I'm yeah you know ham. the big shock for me the big shock for me was when um i learned that the biggest part of us wanting to procreate so badly right now um well not right now as in our age but like just in terms of um just in life you know mm-hmm. one of the biggest reasons is for the ego because mm-hmm. you want to see a replica of yourself you want to see oh our love is so strong let's we want to see our love what is it, it going to look like? How is it going to sound? Like what sort of... And, you know, and when you realize, okay, maybe my my want for a baby is tied up a lot around ego. Mm. I That's what, for me, was the, the shift in terms of do I really want a child as desperately as I want to or do I just want to see a mini-me walking around and looking cute and um, just seeing what we would look like together, mm. you know? And, I mean, that's romantic and beautiful and everything like that that but with the world right now and so many um what you call this homeless children and orphans and stuff like that i'm not saying everyone must go adopt that's not everyone's Mm. solution but maybe before having a baby you'd want to think about it in that sense of what like as you're saying why do you want a child you know and there's nothing wrong if you do even Mm. if you can't answer that question and you just know within you you want a child there's nothing wrong i just think it's the step of asking yourself that question Mm. because already we live in a world of seven billion people and you know um do you want to bring someone in when we're told to go to jail we've got 10 years before we start being burnt by the sun when we leave the house Mm. like you know who wants to be in a world like that? In a world where we have to wear masks and we can't hug and we can't... I mean, life is beautiful here on Earth and I thank God for the beauty that there is. But the way these people speak about where the world is going, like it's just like, oh, why would I want to bring my child... Why would I want to bring a child into a world where we could be running for our lives and now there are floods and now... Ooh, I, uh-uh, mm. like, and just, also, I thought about... Yeah, but obviously, like, we're, like, maybe, obviously, there's a lot of people who feel ready, but I thought about, like, as I was having a conversation with someone, and they were, like, I'm scared. What if, like, I bring to life, or, or I'm raising the next, like, obviously, some people are extreme, like, uh, the next, um, <laughs> what did you say, um, uh, a serial killer. It's <laughs> like, who thinks about that? Like, the next serial killer, or for me, I'm scared, like, a draggie, or something like that. I'm just, like, maybe, like, we're just deep, but I'm also, I've thought about things like that. I'm just like, you give this love and, oh, but it's just a lot. Anyway, Bongani, how are you doing? Um, I am doing all right. It's been kind of cold uh, here in Cape Town, but mm-hmm. I think the weather is somewhat trying to get better. It's very different from what I'm used to in Joburg. In Joburg, mm. it was wet, dry winters, but this side, it is freaking wet i mean it wasn't wet dry winters it was just dry winters it was cold and dry in Joburg, and this side it's wet and dry so mm. i'm still adjusting to that you mm. know um <laughs> kind of overwhelmed and overpressured at work you know but you know that good type of pressure not oh the white man in the system is on my neck type of pressure in some corporates you know i'm mm. just uh i just overwork overwhelmed in terms of i've got a lot on my plate like mm. uh, they have every right to put that on my plate you know Ish, yeah i know i've heard about the weather in cape town and i was like yo i wish i was there actually just to wear my jackets because ever since i started thrifting i will collect these jackets that look like i'm somewhere in canada but child where am i gonna wear them because it's so basic here the weather do you I... do personal thrifting services I mean, I would. 
I remember there was a time I was around these like rich women in Midrand and like their style, they're like they're rich, like they were friends with a, an aunt of mine. And I was like, Does, don't you want your friends want personal shoppers respectfully? Because I mean, with that yeah. much wealth, <laughs> I said it wasn't like they, like they newly rich, obviously, like from how I, how I could read it, they newly rich. And obviously some yeah. of them, you know, maybe you and your partner are married in the Takeza and not that whole or whatever. And then you know, life is moving. But you don't understand style like that because there's a lot of people who have money, but like a sense of style, I equal. So I was like, dude, I would go with them to the shops and, you know, style them like and say, I'm getting you a closet for one time. And when it's summer, call me. I go and shop. For yes. You, you know, yes. Yo, it's really, I was like, they need to up their game. Why don't you just start? Why don't yeah. you go hit them up? Ubaland. Mm. <laughs> I will. It's only rich ones. Imagine, but also I'd be so offended if this girl comes and finds me during a pandemic and she says to me, this woman comes and finds me in a pandemic and she goes, you know, you were dressed so horribly. I just had to come and save you right now. Let me be your personal style. And how would you even approach people like, like, even just casual way, I'm just like, with your money, ma'am. I'm not even talking, let's go to Balenciaga. I'm saying, how do you Or whatever, like, uh, old khaki, just, like, casually, like, you don't look like a rich housewife. Like, I, I would, I would, I would watch a show where you are doing, um, um, how do I look <laughs> transformations on people where you go, that would be so Maria, much fun. Abatla mereko, mara Maria, hakrei mereko, <laughs> and erina hana hore kidiya parota hai. Maria, Maria, two piece, I di kopani, kidi, I di mechi. I would say, like, Maria, this skirt I'm sure you've had since high school. You know, there's people who have, I know, I have an item or two from high school i'm like child i'm guilty my hand is raised for that one as well get rid of it why do you still have it like liberating you haven't lost weight or gained but why is this in your closet no this is why we're calling poverty let go and let god okay i was on a video chat with one friend and actually you know these people Mm. and they video chatted another they video called another friend and the what it was called was like who says that who says that who says that so then when they bring the camera to me nami saying as exposed yeah nami sat kogele jacket le chezi le but in my head i'm just like who says that yeah um, <laughs> maybe it's just a reminder it's nice that's why they say even when you make it it's nice to have friends your old school friends or people who know you before your fame they'll they won't lie to you one thing about them they will tell yeah. you hey friends we're always lifting you we must yeah it's nice to have your friends from thingy yeah. Yeah, it's nice to have honest mm. friends. As much as it burns, it's nice to have honest friends. Yeah, so I need I, I need a lot of honesty. honest friends. Bangani, you need to be the honest friend. Like, I need someone who's gonna always be like too real with me, so I can get over being too overly sensitive. I don't know if that's a thing. Can what? I tell you, saying I must be a real friend. There was something I've been meaning to ask Ponsa for so long. And uh, every week when we were recording, uh, I would go around the subject ever so lightly. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I didn't ever catch the last so part. Ever so lightly. I'm saying ever so lightly. I would tiptoe around the subject ever so lightly. Uh, and so Ponsa, we came on. And the very uh, first thing, after saying hello to each other, she's like, 
is there something you want to ask me that you've never asked me? <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> and, then, and then we carry on and she's like, oh, okay, I feel like there was something you've always been meaning to ask me. But if there's nothing, okay, cool. And then two minutes later, I ask her what I want to ask her and she bursts out laughing. And she's like, she was going to wait until I asked her and she's not going to give me anything and she can see that I'm busy pushing. Now she's saying she needs honest friends and it's tough. Sometimes it's tough to be honest to a friend. To be yeah. like, yo, what's what? This is what it is. But, you know? as, but I think it's tough when it's not your natural thing like to to be like you're not like i mean i don't think you're you're scared of confrontation but you're not gonna be evasive like that i don't know maybe you haven't been like that with me you're not like you know so i think yeah, yeah it made sense that you didn't think you must ask ask <laughs> but yes, i was gonna leave we, you really we appreciate honest friends Definitely. Uh, be an honest friend it makes things easier be. because exactly. Bonnie has been wanting to ask me this for the longest time i was like ah well clearly let me not make assumptions for him let me wait for him to ask because now just giving me information you didn't ask for so stay in your you lane vibes you did for the longest time like it was like i mean we've been six months in the year and you wouldn't even ask me i was just like I, <laughs> and i was like imagine it would have been let awkward him hang a rope for himself yes <laughs> Yeah, I almost exposed myself. But anyway, yeah. Bogani, let's leave that conversation. Okay. Let's let's leave it at that. Um, let's get into some uh, word on the street. You're listening to The Rewind. Come on! Word on the street. Here we go again. Word on the street. We're asking you, what is a hobby you'd still like to pick up before the year ends i think for me um a hobby i'd like to pick up before the year ends is definitely uh surfing Ooh, oh like that is lovely that a shot. i think that is that is a nice hobby that can um in, 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 increase my hotness rating mm. and he serves too and yeah and you know? the hair everything <laughs> but can i ask you a very valuable question an important one how was how's the relationship yeah. between you and water are you guys like I mean, I had a scare in um, PE mm -hmm. at some point in my life where I felt like I was yeah. about to drown. But uh, my relationship with water is good. I wouldn't say it's a terrible one. It just gets tricky when we have to. I think in the zone too, sir, is when we have to go deep, deep, oh. deep into the water. Like you know, the people like they really are chasing the waves, so they're not there by the by the beach where the sand is, where we are, where we just like jump into the water. They go to where the waves start, mm. you know, and that's like deep. But what I've noticed sometimes with the ocean is that it you think that it's deep, but when you actually get in, in it's still not that mm. deep as yet. It hasn't dipped as yet, you know. But still, that's that's the one thing that worries me all the time. <laughs> you just made me sound from being someone who's <laughs> so cool to someone who's being so scared to even do no, what no, I'm no, no, no. talking about. No, I'm so doing. sorry, but I'm happy for you. That really does sound nice. When you said, it, I was like, oh, that's really nice. Like, that's really, really nice. Yeah, I really would. Uh uh, I really yeah. would love to. I mean, I hope it's not an expensive sport because all of the things that the people have also, like a surfboard and a kamuna kitsa mayaka grand i10, a kitsur kitlodi bea kai di surfboard. No, you make a plan. <laughs> I feel like maybe start yeah, by just yeah. doing research. 
Um, like with how people make their cars that aren't like practical for surfing, make it work. That vibe. You would need a board. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I feel like you can do it. Like, you have access to the water. That's what's important. Imagine I'm saying I want to start surfing. Do you understand, Guti? Not that I'm not using faith, but, ma'am, the only thing you have Yo, close... The day Haman Skral can talk. It's a bit... It's still hard, this. So really going to... And I live close to the Apis River. That's the, that's the closest I am to, like, water. It's not even wavy. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's really nice, yeah. though. That's a really nice one. Is that the only one you want to do or do you have something else? Well, it's the only one on my mind right now. I think there are others, but I can't think of others um uh very yeah. quickly right now. What is one that I you want to do? I can't think of anything. Like, obviously, like I mentioned the last time, like, I'm in therapy. <laughs> so, I'm in the process of... And you're doing yeah, yoga so I'm in the and you're doing of, your walks. Like, oh, I want to say that I've always known Bunza to be what people say she is so i'm on the journey where trying to discover what i like i not like what my friends think i like or what my partner says i like or what my mom says i like like i'm trying to experience yeah. like because yeah. i've realized that obviously uh, in boston i used to like being social and i realized now i don't even before covid like i really became someone who's not for the streets and i do enjoy my own company so i'm trying to figure out maybe the yeah. hobby will be me trying out a lot of things like uh that that I feel like, oh, I like that. Like, I don't mind doing that. It's something I enjoy. Not because people are like, oh, once I like socializing. Yeah, I talk a lot, but it doesn't mean like I enjoy being around people or, you know, whatever. So I'm still yet to discover what's that thing. So I've, I've put myself to the task of like trying things. Like, oh, if somebody's like, oh, would you like to? You're like, mm, let me try it. Maybe it would be added on the list. So mm. I don't know as yet, Korim, mm. what would be that thing. But yeah, Get but honestly, for the longest time, it's always been skating. Like I've always wanted to be like a pro skater. Like I'm, oh, I, yeah. I, I wanna like still. That's still a priority. Like being a pro skater. Like I wanna be that. Like just for myself, not for. I will support you in that one. <laughs> I will come and watch you. Oh, you're saying you're not gonna no, do competitions? No, I don't know. Like I, it will see because now I'm still have the fear for ice. Like I'm just like, oh my god, you know. Oh, like ice skating, not no, 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 roller ice skating. skating. I've got skates for ice skating. I love, I oh, love nice. ice skating. So Ooh, I will. Isn't there an ice rink there in your area? <laughs> Joanna, so shady, so early in the show. Anyway, um, yes, ice skating <laughs> is something I will pursue once I live closer to a, you know, a skate park or whatever. My nephew is already doing lessons. So that would be nice. Like when I'm, when I'm oh, good nice. and then he's already going to be good, like better than me, then we can do that as a date. Like I've always imagined myself as that aunt who like picks up my nephew from school and be like, oh, let's go skate or things, something like, something like that. Like yes. it's your guys' thing. Uh, yeah. You but know? I mean, we'll see. Uh, that yeah. is so adorable. Let's listen to what Mzanti has to say. Hi, uh, this is Sitch. Hi, Sitch. Um, which hobby would I like to start this year? It's, it feels a little wrong that I told myself I'd start in the beginning of the year, but I didn't. So this... hopefully before the year's out, I will start painting, recreational mm. painting. Mm. Just, you know, to release some stress and push creativity because I think there's been a lot of darkness in the past year and a half and need to brighten it up a little. Yeah. Ah, I love that. I love that too. I actually want to, I actually, that is something that I also wanted to do as a hobby, but I didn't think of it. But that's something quite great. Um, mm. Kudos for inspiring us to maybe get into that. But th the thing is, painting is so expensive as a hobby as well. But I guess when you are smart about which 
paint you use, whether you're going to use watercolors yeah. or pastels, you know. And when you elevate or change more, more experience with your equipment and stuff. But I think maybe in this instance, because um, Shaba didn't mention a lot of hobbies, maybe he will afford it. Because, you know, as we were saying, hey, hey, tennis, what was, I'm going to climb a mountain, what was, that was very expensive. <laughs> so he's That's saying true. this one hobby. So I think with that, can buying a canvas and paint and proper things he will afford, as opposed to saying, yeah, guys, I'm going to paint, then I'm going to play baseball, I have to do this, you know, then that adds to the expense for all your hobbies. But if it's just one, I think maybe then it's fine. Rona, we just have a long draw? list, huh? Do you know how to draw? No, I couldn't. I don't even do a stick, man. Like I can't. But would I have, you paint? Yeah, yeah, I would. But I, would, I would be those people like, yeah, I'm into abstract art. Like you have to, um, really. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. You can't make sense of it. Basically, it'll be like, yeah, I was feeling like this, and I made this. I enjoy coloring, like with the getting an adult coloring book and then just coloring in. Like it helps so much. It's so therapeutic. Oh, yeah. yes. Have you have you tried that digitally, like on an app? Yes, I have. It. I have that app. And it's is it so the same nice. experience? It is. But I think oh. it would be better if you have an iPad or a bigger phone. So if you have an iPad, then you can, you know, zoom in. Or oh, those Samsung notepads, like and you click on it. it but with the phone, it's just very, you know, it's very irritating. But it's nice, though. But I would have preferred it on, yeah. on an iPad or something. If it was to me, I would definitely start car racing. Yeah. Um, I would love to go car racing. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely like to start that before the year end. Um, I think it would be fun. I think it would be something interesting. I like. Do you have the like car to race? Cars, like, <laughs> so yeah. It's the same scenario. It's the same scenario as me. I have got the skates, but do I have this? the skate park no we do actually have a, <laughs> a, a skate park for speed racing here around here yeah yeah maybe i mean that's for the feel of it if i had normal skates i would go try that out because you'll, it's you'll free. go give it a shot yeah or like tennis i, I mean uh, the car racing one sounds exciting it's it something is. it's a hobby that's um quite interesting i saw someone who was um on my status he was uploading videos of um them at a car racing place oh, I'm like to him, hey, I'm gonna call the police and let them know what's going on <laughs> right there <laughs> out of jealousy. But it is something that I'd like I, I think I'd like to go to a racing event and like even have the thrill of police coming and we must get into our cars and we must ride. <laughs> I wouldn't like to race my car, but I would like to be there as a chiller sniffing a camp chair nami, beta masafa now I me I went to race emoto music, you know, I'd love to experience that in my lifetime i sound like such a non-south african yes. purely because i haven't lived that experience so many south africans are like what what the fuck is into things like that he's not into like serious things of the country he's into like oh my god who's doing like basic things in the country let me arrest them Ooh, that would just make me scared yeah well what's gonna make me scared is if we don't finish this podcast so let's park it there for a little bit and we'll get back into it on the street a little bit on Twitter and Instagram, Instagram. at the rewind underscore essay and send an email to the rewind essay at gmail.com hey, hey everybody hey everybody welcome
welcome back to my YouTube channel. YouTube channel. And welcome back to the YouTube Deep Digest. We're back at it again. And this week we're talking about looking from Jolo. It's back another season. And we're going to be reacting to episode one of that season. What a heated episode, if we're being honest. Yeah. It featured Naledi Malela. And she is a YouTuber herself. Uh, she's got quite a number of followers, uh, subscribers on her channel. Um, she is quite um, consistent on her channel as well 89.7k subscribers on her channel go check her out it's naledi malela but we are talking about her featuring on uh tato rambedi's speed dating show looking from jolo season two episode one punza what do you think about it uh, i don't know honestly i just ah. Uh... No. Okay, well, let's start let's start by giving um Tato Rambedi his props for bringing it back so soon as well. I didn't yes. expect it to come back yes. so soon. Yes, yes, yes. I honestly definitely. thought this would be something we'd see in the new year or at least um within the fourth quarter of the year. So seeing mm -hmm. it right now is quite exciting. And it's also very smart to jump on the hype whilst people do love yes, it, you know. Yes, definitely. Um, but also not to 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 rush yourself mm. um in terms of But it of, looked like um, he even had a bigger team. Like it didn't look like it was just him i don't know um because i didn't watch the behind the scenes of the last time because when i was watching the stories keeping track of what's happening when they were filming it looked like he had a team it wasn't just um himself ali one it looked like there was a team behind everything obviously welcome one of the production is different and things are like elevated um to some extent i don't know if you've noticed that but i did um the last time that they have that lighting you know, I don't know, but I can definitely agree with you in terms of... And for me, uh, I feel like production changed. Bigger. Yeah. Yeah, there's like a director, there's a creative director, there's mm. a producer, there's a director of photography, there's editor. And maybe there's something that's always been there this whole time and we never paid attention to it. But um, he definitely stepped his game up and pulled his socks up as mm. well. And this time there's a lot more guys as well, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I think there's just... I think three more. There's the tall guy the two dark skin guys so yes so it's just three more but then um Tladi is out so um it's oh. lucas lebo and then Tladi is out and then they added the other three guys why why do you think Tladi left i don't know i mean they, they was just saying on, on on instagram that he's just wasn't he quits basically oh hectic mm. no i don't think it's anything spicy it was just like our guys nugget shop yeah yeah, I don't think it was like, oh, good juice, you know. I don't think oh. I just, yeah, maybe it's just like, oh no, I'll set this one out. Um, but yeah, it was really fun. Oh my god, okay, yes, we're starting with the positive thing. Thanks for starting with that. Obviously, naturally, again, I felt that um, okay, let's talk about the guys, like what they brought to the game and the new people. For me, generally, I yes. felt like there were it was it was nice. Oh, one thing I picked up, I think. For the coming seasons, obviously, um, Lebo and 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 Lucas shouldn't come back because I figured that the interview or well, the dates with Lebo and and Tladi were a bit cra not crammed, but like the lady knew what to expect because she had watched the show before and like basically and that's adjusted something they to also her. Bring up as well, yeah. So she she so now people don't. It's never like that first experience when I meet someone because I already know um, Lebo's personality or Lucas's personality. If you get what I'm saying. So yeah. I think bringing new fresh guys all the time. I mean, obviously, also maybe like Tato must also do an interview with other guys because Lewis energy is insane. You know what I mean? It's really great. So we yes. need people who have that 
Like also the behind the scenes make it nice when you have a hyper person and obviously the calm people because um Lucas will throw in whatever here and then Lebo will go insane hysterically and just throw whatever and all the other guys were calm. Obviously they were but it wasn't the energy I label. So I feel like they were all balancing each other out. So with the new season, I feel like they must know, okay, this guy's hyper, this one's calm, or this one's this, or whatever. But I enjoyed the balance of the all the guys. Like, they were really calm. Everyone brought their own energy. Uh, but then I feel like having those dynamics in the with the reactions really does hype up whatever they're watching, you know? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. No, definitely. Having them sit there and like also explain what they were trying to push and what yes. they were trying to do. Emra una lady over seven layers. Unnecessarily so though. <laughs> do you think unnecessarily? So yeah, for me, I think I think personally for that, like I didn't because I mean, we're, we're, we've got a timer on. We're trying to get it. If it was speed dating, I'm trying to get to know you. Now we're, we're drawing like on the floor for your name bro okay maybe i'm just like someone who just wanted it to like flow in that sense like hey okay i'm my man get to know each other blah 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 but some things felt like a quiz like i mean a not, not a quiz obviously but um, yeah that difficult test that didn't have to happen like it's just like uh mem why are you yeah. hiding the answers we can just get to know each other i don't know maybe for me sometimes i'm i'm seeing it from what also the guy was saying like also being unnecessarily mean also <laughs> you know that tactic when <laughs> when someone someone is so shade shade and you want to throw shade back like you're just like ah but anyway you're not even this or that i was just like oh, okay <laughs> i don't know yeah. it wasn't stimulating for me if i can say it wasn't stimulating yeah because i mean what if you're if stimulation you're, were you after punta like, Okay, not that like that kind of stimulation. Like I'm just like mentally, not that you must like, you know, mind fuck me. No, not that. But I mean like if you're now just now what's your name? Ah no, think what's a popular name? Now it's gone one minute going into that. And then oh, then now you don't wanna oh guess, guess, guess. Like I'm like <laughs> Oh yes. I get Please. I get what you're saying. The dates didn't seem um very No, it like, didn't flow. Obviously yes, it, yeah. it couldn't flow for everyone because there's people with different personalities, but like it didn't have to be so hard, bro. Like why were you making it so hard for everyone? I don't know. Maybe that's just my my the way I viewed it. Like it just felt like damn give a guy a break why is everything so and you could tell obviously Jorge, how smooth it was with with lucas and label because she already knew what to expect it's almost like homework yeah. was done so those in, those um dates flowed better because she knew she should already watch the episode yes. but with the other guys it was very like hard was... on them like oh you were on twitter yeah you're a player so obviously maybe i'd understand <laughs> i don't know if she gets she got nervous i don't know but like you're a player mm. i know how you are and then holding out on answers again. I don't know. Maybe that's just how I viewed it. Yeah, no, I I don't think you're the only one who who viewed it that way. But it was quite interesting in terms of what the people are saying out here. Natasha P.S.A. says, the last date was hard to watch. It was a whole WWE match, but Naledi <laughs> won. Anastasia Machuane says, um, Machuane says, um, nah, shout out to Naledi. She carried this episode. You cannot have awkward moments with her. 
If so, you're the problem. So I guess um, she was definitely coming in with that dominant alpha, alpha feminist yes, energy there. Like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Am, if you're not going to drive this car, I am definitely going to drive it. But that date with Shenga was the worst. My goodness. Shenga is which guy? NBA, the one, what the NBA babies do you want? NBA babies yeah, do you want? Yeah, and NBA also babies. that was just like... You are tall, you are short. Yeah, also he was also coming off a bit it's much. Like but I think speeding, it was... It became, yeah. it became that match let's, let's outdo each other It didn't feel like Okay we are on the hunt here We are looking for a genuine connection It felt more like Who's got better game Like are you are mm. you a, a smooth talker Can you make me laugh Or can you not And I mean If that's what the content is definitely uh, Aimed at doing Then ain't no harm in that You know Ain't mm-hmm. no shame in that then go on and flourish but um it it was missing that um authentic genuine we are actually looking for umcholo we're not mm. just here to, yeah, to, to, yeah. to just I feel one like also up with each the, other you with know the partnering because obviously a lady is a public figure and we already know like her personality or whatever so obviously i would if i were to match them i would have brought maybe someone like sipo sipo snaps He's mm, very calm. Mm. He, not that any, like, obviously, and not that we need a guy to calm now, lady down. No, she's, she's, her personality is fine. It's perfect the way she is. Like, she's like, you know, um, that alpha energy. Like, no, it's good. But then there's also other guys. Like, I don't know why I think, because Sipa's still calm, but I don't know why I thought that it would work with him being there as a, someone on that vibe. I don't know. Because also the aesthetic didn't meet. Like, if you bring Bo, ain't it libo screw screw and then it's naledi i don't know if <laughs> if that works. do you think he should have fetched attorneys lawyer friends i, I don't Shout know yeah maybe because that there's also a difference like if maybe someone is i'm um, still studying or someone who's like maybe already been working i don't know if there's a difference but i don't know i feel like specifically with naledi we needed a specific kind of guy i don't know what yeah yeah but i don't i don't think it was the the guys who were there and I know we're not talking about the second episode, but I already watched it, but a bit of it. Um, yeah. Yo, it was so awkward. It was so, so <laughs> awkward. Body language or whatever. Really? Wait, let's just oh, wrap up no. now, lady. But I, 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 d- I did enjoy that, you know, like her, her personality is sticks through like that, through and through. Like that's who she is and whatever. Like, but I just feel like the cop- coupling for me could have been like different. Like we know that we're having this kind of girls for the season. We're having these kind of guys for the season, blah, blah, blah. Because I mean, I don't think she matched with any of the guys there. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you. The matching mm-hmm. wasn't a good one. Chabli Ledube says, Tato, are all the contestants generally pursuing a date? Or mm. is it just for show? Naledi is generally a nice person. Yeah. But I found her interaction with the first date very off-putting. Yeah. He handled it very well, though. <laughs> so mature of him. Singer, I Let's try next week. Imagine, as I say, let's try next week. <laughs> no, I, you know what? I, I feel like what you were saying about the... Um, I don't know. I, I don't... I know I've been on a first date or whatever. There's something authentic about opening. That's what I'm saying. If you were really looking for Mujolo, like I'm not coming to bash you. I'm really trying to know you so I can decide if you're it or not. If you understand what I mean? Yes, so I'm not getting there yes. if you're like, because I would, if that guy said a Tony, I would, I was going to tell him, no, relax, dude. I'm sure it's you also, yes, you're not on the NBA player, but I'm not here to fight you. I want to get to know you and can see that if you qualify or not. Let's get to not. know each Let's other. Let's get to yeah. know each other. Yeah. Like, what do you like? Like, 
uh, the first guy uh, makes music. I would want to know what kind of music um, he's into. What, what do you kind think of music about? Do you make? Yeah. What kind of music do you wa- make? What industry? Um, I mean, what do you think about the industry? Are you trying to go mainstream or what? Like, you know, where are you from? I can see her look exotic. You know, flirt a bit, but that whole thing was smacked down for me. The em- episodes yes. about Lucas and that, it felt so like. Yeah, if I was there, I was just gonna walk off set. I was gonna be like, nah, dude. Like, I don't know why you're fighting me. Yeah, but you know, yeah, um, exactly. I also, I also would have walked off. Can I please just read this one? This is from Shanira Msale. She mm-hmm. is, uh, she's giving some armchair psychology over here. She says, I feel like Naledi's possible bad experiences in relationships yep. has understandably <laughs> made her very skeptical of men. However. Uh. Holding on to your bad experiences when you're trying to make new experiences with other people ultimately reproduces a mediocre or worst case scenario, another bad. The assumptions she put on these men makes it difficult for them to show who they are. Instead, they end up spending the date defending themselves which is basically what you're saying punta Mm. it literally has just tied up what you're saying because it became a heated tennis match you Mm. were watching serena and osaka in there and they are just going back and forth who can outdo the next Mm. person so it did become a bit cringeworthy to watch and i do agree like are we here to find genuine love or are we just here to to just see what are people's skills when it comes to first date skills how do you Mm. handle the first date you know um but also tato tato hasn't said he's out here to cure people's broken hearts no no he didn't um um, he didn't so we can't really hold that on to him he said you're gonna see people speed dating and it's as simple as that Mm -hmm. which leans more to the latter than the former you know you said Mm -hmm. you were watching episode two no yeah so i just want to complete the thought yahori um oh even if, yeah, oh, you said something. Now I lost my train of thought. Yes, I watched um, episode two and there was this lovely girl. She studied drama and I don't know why I struggle with like remembering names, but she's on episode Bussy. two. Is it Bassi? Bassi. So Bassi yes. is sitting, um, the setup for season two, I mean, episode two is nice. It's, 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 it's so cultures, you know, you know, you're thinking <laughs> intimate. Just... I'm, lo- I'm loving that you haven't watched uh, episode two, but you already know what a season. I mean, the, uh, a couch means intimacy. I get it. Because you saw Yabuna yes. Lady, it was like obviously date vibe, but on the couch, bongani. She sat there like she just finished the ballet class or was about to start a ballet class, like posture oh, up, hectic. holding like it was. Well, she didn't move. There wasn't any. I don't know. Maybe I'm forward, but I don't know what dates are like. But like my physic, my physique says a lot about like how I'm approaching you or conversating with you. Because yes. if I'm more comfortable, yes. like it looked like she. Related more to Lucas because Lucas keep story and Bible last story about Lucas. Yeah, so if it's someone like that, I would move in a position that's showing you, I'm open to that. You know, body language doesn't lie. No, even the guys behind the scene were saying, Yo, um, because they were coming. I don't know why do I, the guy with the Twitter guy, um, the the the, the tall dark one, when he yes. came on the couch, he came with that thing, okay, I'm welcoming, let's. You know, I'm here. No, she's still sad. And, like, she never moved. It felt like... It felt uncomfortable looking at her. And it looked like she was cold. I don't know what it was. I was just like, what it is. But I understand also because she mentioned that she's never, like, really had a serious relationship. Then I was like, oh, yeah. that makes sense. Because, I mean, obviously she's seen people or done whatever she said she had done. But it was the physical, like, I don't know. Maybe it was just her personality. But I, I get it. Like, because if I'm not comfortable, maybe... I. Also, maybe having people behind the scenes, obviously watching you guys, maybe may may add Makes the it element a bit awkward of awkward as well. Yeah. yeah. So 
I mean, natural drama or a person who's in the arts, I would have prepared myself before. Like, also, it's a show, but also, like, let me put myself out there. Like, you know, it, we, you never know. <laughs> you really never know. So, I'm going to put myself <laughs> out there. Hustle culture. Hustle so, culture. Hustle culture. But I won't lie. Like, if it was, like, um, someone, obviously, who, who felt like warmer, like, um, it's... Um, what's um the guy who makes music seems very gentle so someone like that so you read it like already you're like okay no i'm gonna open up i'm gonna sit more closer i'm gonna engage more eye connection something i I don't know but that one felt like whoa you know it's quite interesting in terms of the setup that you're speaking about because one thing i remember reading um was it was i reading or was it i watching it in a video or something like that um speaking about um when you go on a date like don't sit across each other, especially on a first date. Like, don't sit across the person. Try as much as possible not to sit right next to them. But um, in a table, you know, usually you sit across each other, but maybe sit rather next to each other. Because when you're sitting across each other, it feels like an interview. It feels very formal. Like, mm. it feels like you're being called in, and um, now you are sitting across your manager, you're sitting across your boss, mm. you're sitting across the teacher, you're sitting across the principal. Whereas if you're on the side, of the person you're not necessarily it's not as confrontational as that setup so maybe even that setup is possibly the reason why um my lady's date ended up coming out the way it ended up coming out because it felt like um this is a a, a moment of um status challenging and we need to know who has the highest status because of the setup and mm. this could be something that's just innate within us you know um nothing that is but also i could also be doing my own armchair psychology right now now, yeah. Speaking on episode two, Funani Nepawe says, I think Lebo must venture into becoming a TV presenter. Yes. I mean, the boy is super active <laughs> and his voice just elevates the chance of him. Oh, you know what he could presenter. do from looking from Jolo? It'll be nice, but yes. it's not that it's going to be too much. Like, but like, I mean, if, let's say, over, ne? yes, it'll be so funny. Like, if he was a voiceover, and I don't yes. know, or maybe like we have a yes. like looking from Zola happened the way it does, and then Lebo comes in and just like I don't know how, but he would be amazing as a voiceover because I was saying like yes, we must switch out the guys and always have a new um cast members or whatever. But like having Lebo's energy really does also add like a really. Yo, it really heightens the show like I can't wait for his comments or whatever he's gonna throw in because I know I'm gonna laugh because it really did save the interview Stana lady because some of the things I'll just be like what the hell <laughs> pause so, yeah, so when I they know, switch back to is, when mm. they switch back to Lebo or Lucas comments or the guys comments but Lebo always like break the ice where you feel like oh yeah I thought so but it's funny the way he's saying it then it cools down the moment and we go back and forth yeah sorry you were saying uh, that's somewhat, um, I mean, that formula somewhat works with date my family, you know, yes. I think you've got the narrator who says, okay, now we are going to date number three, but you oh, still yeah, get the, the girls and the, and the people commenting on the date still mm. like in between, mm. but I definitely do think it would make, it would make the, the show, um, a lot more interesting and maybe make it, um, more interesting for the eye in that um we're getting so much stimulation with a voiceover narration yes and you never get bored yeah and we get this commentating level would definitely kill it did you see the thumbnail of speed dating bussy uh yeah i just want you to read the body language can you already see how she was feeling that was the entire interview like no she must just go on that wall 
Because like I was like, ma'am, like why is it so uncomfortable? Like loosen up a little. Yes. But you did say that yeah. man shame. Maybe it's also experience the lights and people over there. She's 20 as well. Mm. And maybe she's also seen the show as well, you know? Yeah, but seeing the show wouldn't intimidate me. Are you sure? Yeah, I mean if they're bringing new guys because everything's gonna be a new experience. Yeah. Yeah, but Can I wouldn't go, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> you wouldn't do it. No. I think you should. Nah. Let me see the righteous says she is so nice. Honestly, from the last girl, she is so beautiful to yeah. watch. Literally allowed the guys to be in their fields yes. a little bit. No stereotype, nothing. She allowed everyone to be who they wanted to be with no judgment. And that smile on her face, ah, oh, man, so welcoming. It was. I really no, I won't lie. They did have conversations that had a... Um... Like, that you are, know, we are looking for mm, something. We are like, trying why you to see single, if um, Yes, and she'll say why she's single or why she's never had. You know, like actually knowing why the person like her ex in everything like was like a conversation. Like she did allow them. She has. She's such a sweet soul. Tulufela Mulefa says, "Is Basi looking for a friend? She's got such good energy." Yeah. Um, Anga Anga <laughs> says, Yazi, it's very interesting seeing the dynamic of how guys are with boys and how they are how they are with the girls. Interesting differences, I have to say. With that said, Levels Energy has been consistent with the boys' yeah. settings. I don't see that quite often. Interesting. Human behavior is weird. What do you think, Puta? Do you definitely agree that um based on like it, it he level was the most consistent in terms of when he's with the guys and when he's with the girl? Yes. He's fine, he's His personality fine. shines throughout. Like he doesn't I mean he even with maybe with the guy with the girls, he has the because I remember he said he mentioned a comment that I was like, Oh, that's really nice because he was Naledi was being mean to one of the guys. She said something really like really, you know, cold. And she was like, Yo, yes. I'm me, I was gonna and that he had already done his interview. I mean, um dates. And he's like, Yo, if mm. it was if she said that to me, yo, I was gonna go off. But like you can tell that he with his friends, he can just go, you know, whatever, like like just say whatever he wants. But with the ladies, he will have that that respect or whatever. But if you're like rude, he won't be rude. I don't think he'd be like, I wanna for take or whatever. But like I mean, maybe I feel like he would come at you at the energy you're giving, if you get what I mean. But I don't think he doesn't give me energy or whatever. But he he's the same, he's consistent, his energy is obviously he's wild there, even with with um with my lady when he was laughing he was laughing the same when he's doing whatever mm. he's, it's the same like whatever the energy is consistent he's not like okay guys i'm gonna let me see chan chama boy no he was consistent so a lot of people even in the comments say um uh are saying a lot about label um kanye says oh sorry 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 <laughs> i just saw label on petty i just missed my lost my comment <laughs> um um with with happy sparkle says everything that comes from label's mouth is funny Bo, don't hold me. I don't associate with you. Like, he's really funny. Like, a lot of people in the comments are talking about how Liv was funny. And I really wish he can. Um, but Lucas is a smooth wanna, talker, hey? Yeah, that's what everyone is also also saying is that Lucas is also... Lucas is the engineer, is he? No? Yeah, he is. He's like, yeah. Um, oh, okay. Yes, yes. Yeah, he, is a, he definitely is a Precious Dimpo well. is like, Lucas is a flirt and then laughs. Yeah, that's true. He oh. is a flirt. Upila Sandekiko says, I like Levu's energy. Sure. It makes you I come out best. of your comfort zone. Imagine. It makes, you, it makes you come out of your comfort you zone. You would be comfortable be and warm same time. <laughs> Bongan, imagine Levu as your friend, hype man. He is. Yeah. No, he is. He's. 
He's the type of he's that wingman that will make you want to question go to why are you setting me up with your friend. <laughs> exactly, like oh he's so now you're laughing there. <laughs> you like well, you brought me to your friend, but you're you're funny, like yeah. what's happening over here? No, 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 no. Um, Alice is Katie. You've got Senga as the person they're trying to hook you up with. Yeah, no, no. The comments here are just saying everyone's also saying Basi is so sweet. Like the energy from the first episode to this one, oh, it's so different. Do you think he's strategically opened with the Naledi episode to get the numbers and get the hypes and get the clout and get everyone talking like, oh my goodness, go check this out? Uh uh-uh. uh. I don't, I don't think, think so. so. You think he just did it according to yeah, how Yeah, he, he just had her on the show, but I don't think it was cloud because already the show does well on its own. Like, be it that we have someone yeah, big yeah. or not. Not not clouds in terms of she's big, he's going to be, but clouds in terms of the content. Oh, it's, did you hear what that girl said? Did you hear? And people putting up clips of um little snapbacks that that lady said to people, you know, just that. Yeah, that maybe sort start of, with um, the. Nice drama. Yeah, know, maybe like start with the person like who's, who's the most, like, because I mean, it's, it seems like it's simmering down, like, to, oh, yeah. Because the, the, also the setup for, for Basi is very, like, calm whatever so yeah i think start with the wildest one and then you know trickle down you know when i'll say looking for jolo has worked mm. is when i see the couple on defining yes i wanted to say this earlier i was like you know actually no it's so tato to be on some um let's say it worked and then maybe like have them do like a comeback besides go before going to looking from jolo like you know come back and speak about like you know those testimony vibes is on doing Yes. Like, oh, yes. yeah, we're on looking from Jolo and yeah, we found love there. And then maybe like do a, like, it's something Tata would do, like something that is like a 2.0. Yeah, they'll yes. start a channel or something. But it, that, 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 obviously looking from Jolo, then we'll birth something that Tata will make into an episode to know or how, whatever, whatever. And then the love grows and we're all obsessed and they start a channel after that they go on defining love and we'll be like, oh my God, full circle. <laughs> yes, I'm here for that. If that happens, I will applaud and bow down completely. Yeah. No, no, I really love this. I can't wait to see the other episodes. And I just I also love it when um that he's seeing that people love this and then he must continue. Like obviously it, it from looking at his stories, it looked like it was a lot of work for him that week when uh looking from Jolo was coming out with the editing and all of that. But yeah. um I'm excited to see the next episode like after yabasi and maybe we'll just throw in some for the next episode yeah definitely um go check it out it's at tato rambedi's youtube uh channel it's called looking from jolo season two and um is out it was actually uh listen to this it, it was trending number 34 in south africa's YouTube wow well done trending. season two episode two well done to him making it on that list is quite an accomplishment which is great but you know this is what i love about youtube mm-hmm. is and this is what i was saying to uh Ossi, is that um if you are inspired by something, Ega, someone, you can buy it. You really can buy it respectfully. Mm. And you can make it something of your own. Um, uh, unlike TV, uh, where uh, 
if you're watching Generations and you like Generations, like that's all you can do. Watch it and like it and come back tomorrow and watch it. But on YouTube, you can watch it, react to it. If you want to talk about the costumes, you can literally go episode by episode, talk about the costumes. Mm. If you want to talk about the characters and the story arcs and break it down, do that. You can do that to content that you love and enjoy. And also then you make entertaining content for yourself. But also if you're on YouTube and you see someone's videos and you are inspired in a way where you want to put a South African twist, if, mm. as long as you credit and you do it well, like you can also grow. Like it doesn't have to be someone's idea that it's just someone, unless really they want to eat intellectual property and things like that and they come mm, for you mm, for mm, stealing mm. their idea. But also if you do everything ethically as well and you approach them, say, listen, I like your show. I want to try it in a South African context. I'll credit you in my intros and I'll also put your link to your playlist in my description. People are going to say, go forth, conquer. I hope it works for you, you know, type mm, of vibe. Mm, mm, I don't mm, see mm. people having a problem with that, which is such a liberating space to be on because um, traditional media, yes, intellectual property, people should get what they deserve in terms of credit and their monies. But also it's made it so hard for us to react to the things we enjoyed, you know. Mm. You could only sit and watch and enjoy top billing and tune in next week and talk to a friend about it but you're not going to sit down you couldn't sit back then and like react on youtube to the episode and have a jaw-dropping moment when basika is coming down the stairs and she's not tripping while she's delivering a link mm, and mm, bonang mm. is on there for the first time and her outfit looks great i said to punza i'm closing so i'm going to close thank <laughs> you so much for listening to youtube digest when i ramble that's when i know it's a it's a sign from the good lord that B, you need to close this up. So you need to shut the YouTube back door. <laughs> Let's go into you word of the street and we'll be back with some Zanzi recap after that. Check out our YouTube page, The Rewind Essay, for more content. Yours is consistent with her hosting and that grew her channel so insanely. So why don't you try that as well? No, no, I'm not important. Hell no! I will tell you, I, I really prefer Sinovio's voice. It sounds like she just had a glass of wine and uh-huh. she just lit a cigar and now she's talking to you. So, Kopano, how often does she upload then? Yo, like once a month. Seriously? Yeah. Once yes. a month is a very easy consistency to hit. Yeah, it's easy, it's easy, it's easy, but no, we don't want that. Don't let that. Take me seriously. She's gonna tell you what she's doing with her hair, and am I overdoing it now? I don't know, but I'd not. Word on the street. Here we go again. Harvey, I'd like to start this ma- this year is your batung. Hmm. Happy hobby matters, Yari. Expensive, young. I really like to start a hobby where I I I I learn a new skill like manga guazu ugu. If I can learn how to to cook, to mm. cook different meals, um, mm. yeah, cooking that's a hobby. Yeah, mm. that's a good one as well. That's but that's true. Hobbies well, are right? expensive. I mean, the hobbies cooking. are expensive, but they don't have to be. I mean, imagine if you start origami as a hobby. Oreka rim a one, yeah, baby, what's that paper? Wait, company? explain what is origami? And fold, and where you, where you fold paper? That that <laughs> Asian Please. art where you fold paper. <laughs> it's a swan. Like origami. That's a hobby. 
Yeah. No, but Bongani, listen, at home, Messi, you guys, at your house, they just do basic spices. Now, when you're buying groceries, now you want to cook. They're going to be like, listen, ma'am, sorry, we can't. But Raja, this, 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 max five. When are you want to go on Top Chef? You want to go in and get beef. Yeah, but it is expensive. Yeah. Those those recipes will make you buy something that's very small and expensive, and then you use all of it, which like makes the groceries go up so much yeah. compared to buying something where you know okay, it's it rice, it doesn't last that little rice for long, yeah. you know. You're gonna well, buy you quinoa, experimenting with gro- quinoa. Grocery. Yeah, got to eat one cup of quinoa. Next thing that five hundred grand is finished, and you're just like this was like a whole hundred and ten rand. Why do I need to? Yeah, these things. Yeah, yeah. Some hobbies are definitely expensive. Maybe that's yeah. a discussion we need to have. Is give us your cheap hobbies that you know um um save you a buck, but bring you all the most entertainment in your life. Hello, hardworking young man hey! and young ladies. Oh, who's this? <laughs> hey, Sipem. Okay, answering your question, which hobby I'd like to start this year as an artist that love listening to stories, sharing stories, telling stories in so mm. many different ways. I think I'm developing a, a writing skill would be amazing so that I'm able to share my concept on oh, paper, nice. my ideas, my dreams, my emotions, everything along those lines. And me being able to do those will just give me um, confidence within my career and what I'm doing. Otherwise, stay beautiful, darlings. Mm. Well, thank you for that, ah. Sims. I think that's quite inspiring. But Ngati, you missed the memo. Site i hobi. When Kuluma is into the upskilling. For this hobby life, they're like, we need to get it. So, one thing about me, I'm gonna ask imagine, <laughs> imagine your hustle culture is on, <laughs> so, it's on 100 to the point where when you think of hobbies, your hobby is to upskill. I'm going to do a course, I'm going to go do this. That's how you know, stems be careful, don't let Joe change you too much. You're gonna break your back. Your well, hustle culture. He has no issues with that kind of bend breaking, back breaking. You know, I saw him. Yeah, I saw him on Tete Lupinda's video. Really? I think they were, yeah, they were at um, the lookout. What's that place called? They're in um, Randburg area, place? sort of. Yeah, Melville, oh, Randburg area. Yeah. At the top there, the water tank um, vibe. I think mm. Mukhi was shooting there. She was there with some of her friends. They were chilling. And I don't know if Thames was there as an invite or they happened to be walking by and he noticed that it's Tete um, Lupindo. <laughs> and he did a whole link, a whole shout out. I was like, yeah, bo, yeah, bo, yo, yo. No, that's lovely. We love it for Tim. You gotta plug yourself wherever you go. A hundred percent. Have you thought of a second hobby you'd like to pick up? I know it's definitely not gonna have anything to do with water, but maybe it could be something um, else. No, no, no. In the future, definitely. Yo, Bongani, that is a goal of mine. Like to do like swimming lessons, but not to swim, but like to get over the fear of it. Like for me, I feel like what yes. scares me is most probably dying. I don't have an issue being in the water or whatever. Like, obviously, I need to make sure I'm comfortable. So that's what I'm trying to deal with. Like, have a teacher that's, like, so good at making me know that I I can trust the water and, you know, it's my friend. It's not there to kill me, you know. I always had that thought of the water will kill me. So definitely that is in the in the future. Like, when I'm living closer to the water, water, and there's a teacher that I can pay, I will do that. <laughs> 
But for now, I'm thinking, when we were speaking about it earlier, I thought I, I wanted to go ask about tennis and I keep forgetting about um, mm. tennis lessons because, I mean, there is free lessons or a, 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 a facility to play that, like where we can skate and where you can play tennis. So... I will. Yeah, that's a sport. Yeah, that's a sport I love as well, tennis. Mm. And I really, you know, I was thinking to myself literally this past weekend that you know what? Why don't I try? What mm. what what do I have to lose if I try going semi 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 pro vibe exactly. with tennis? Get a professional coach to coach me and just start entering competitions. I mean, I love the sport. I don't love the sport. Like, I know the rules and everything like that. Yeah. But out of all, because you got to remember my life. I In primary school, I didn't play any sport at all. Right? In high school, there was no sport at all. But out of all the sports that existed, tennis always seemed like the one sport that I have the stamina for. Yeah. I love that whole self-reliance thing and I mean it's it's war out there like I better make sure I get that ball on your on into your court and win the game so I thought to myself you know what why not think consider going semi semi pro but like how long do you need to be working at it to go pro but just consider the thought of getting a coach and entering competitions you know yeah. um, and playing against other players and again it doesn't have to be something where like you are the world's top you are it's just something you do on the weekend every saturday every now and then when your friends say let's go out and then you're just like i can't guys i've got a tennis match here about like not mm. even a here about you've got a tennis match that's something you enjoy to do do. like it's a hobby you enjoy to do on your own and what you're actually making me realize the hobbies i've listed are all sole individual hobbies hobbies way <laughs> it <laughs> must just rely on you you don't want to be drowning <laughs> <laughs> maybe you can do but obviously like i mean if you get into it maybe you can try look for another one that's like for instance like if you meet other people in the country that you live in who are interested in like the sports like tennis then you guys can partner out with your partners like playing yes. like that. yeah or maybe look for something that doesn't need you to be like for yourself because everything you do is like self-reliant like climbing mountains that's just on you you know like yeah. tennis yeah. on you piano everything on you so maybe try something that is like pushing you yeah i do need a team work. activity yeah. ne? i mean mm. you do with, mm. with with the rewind <laughs> you are a team. good need a team member team. no you are so here's well, another hobby. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Th thank you. Thank you for the suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> Has have you not had any other idea for yourself right now? Um. Or will we come back? Should we circle back to it? Yes, 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 oh? yes. Let's circle back to it. Are you sure? You sounded like you had something to say. I was there. thinking. You know, all my life I like telling you about running and stuff. I would love mm. to really get good at it. Like. Like, you know, like go to marathons on weekends, like on a Saturday, I've got a marathon, mm, but not like mm. pro, like run 21Ks with, with a breeze. But yeah. I'm concerned that I will lose my ass and I really love it. So I was just like, <laughs> Do I, really I don't think you're going to gonna lose it as long as you're squatting. I nah. don't think you will lose it. No matter how much you can run, as long as when I'm on a daily basis, when I'm a squat, I don't think I lose ass. Yeah, I think it will just be like, the most perfect ass in the world. 
Okay, I, I I will. Sorry, that's such a weird conversation. But I will, I will, I will pursue. Like I wanna like the year before the year ends. Like say you know I ran a ten k and it wasn't like nyafa. Like it was a breeze. Like I ran a ten k and I was mind over matter. Mm, yeah. Well, I'm gonna keep praying for you. And when you <laughs> finally do, when Cyril opens the doors for us and allows us to, um, I will definitely be on your side, rooting for you. I'll be rooting for you wherever oh, you're well, we running. Need, we need Cyril's, per, <laughs> per, uh, Cyril's permission to run. Or are you talking about the marathons? I'm talking about the marathons. Oh, thank you, B. No, I really appreciate that. Come on. Word on the street. Here we go again. <laughs> On Twitter and Instagram, Instagram. at the rewind underscore essay. And send an email to the rewind essay at gmail.com. You're listening to the rewind. Zanzi recap. Welcome to the deep dive right here on Zanzi Recap. Today is a very special one. We've got someone that is absolutely dear to my heart. Someone, Bunza and I went to, I nearly said high school, Tabang. Went to varsity <laughs> with all the way in Pretoria. It's Simpiwe Ndlovo. Hi, Simpiwe. Hello. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> We're doing good at yourself. I'm doing real good today. Thank you. <laughs> oh. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love yeah. that. I'm doing real good today. <laughs> it makes me want to ask more. Please don't. Please, please oh, don't. Okay. <laughs> so the reason we have Simpio on today is because Simpio is going to be talking to us about Freedom the Musical. It was a state theater, theater production, and now it is airing at Stir Kenoko in one of the biggest deals that we've seen in theater in recent years here in South Africa. It's quite exciting because Simpio plays the lead character of Pindi. And we're going to get into all of that, get into the character of Pindi, get into the character, um, nearly said the character of State theater. I mean, <laughs> get into this deal with state theater and stir kinoko and all of that. But right now, we just want to spend some time to get to know you, Simpiwe, know who you are, where you're from, and what actually got you into the arts. So l- let's start off there. When did you notice you were a creative in your life? I've always been an art baby. Hey, I, wow, like I've always been drawn to, I don't know, anything creative really. Um, I think what made me pick musicals, I think the first musical I watched was Mary Poppins. I was like six years old, um, mm-hmm. in Greece as well. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so fun. Um, yeah, but I never really, I don't know, I, didn't, I never really set out to do musical theater, but it was one of the things that sparked, you know, as a young child, since I'm a, since I'm scared. A crash, yeah. you know, like <laughs> things like that. Like I, I was always in that space, the painting, painting with your hands type thing. But I've always carried that. Um, even in like as a kid, singing in the choir was like a must. Like how are you not in the choir? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like how are you not in the choir? And that carried, that's something I didn't get to experience growing really? up. I've never been um in oh, the I choir. Have. So once we, were, once we were in varsity and we we're doing ensemble, yeah. I was like, oh. It's either choir or worship team, one of the two. Yes, yes, yes. I am surrounded by the holy children of the holy holies. It's true. So, you also sing in church as yes. well. Yes, yo, Bingshaya, any altar, son. Mina. 
Angis Ropi. Abangani, like, yo. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I love it. Nama uniform. <laughs> Nama oh. uniform. Yes. That was literally my vibe. Oh, that's so lovely. Yeah. And you know what's very interesting about um, when you look at the careers of singers who are sound singers mm. um, compared to the singers that you have right now in pop music, Abo Mariah Carey, Abo Whitney, Abo, um, who's this lady, Abo Dionne Warwick, yeah. all of them had that technical training from singing in the, in church, the church, you know? Yeah. That's why their voices didn't tire out. When I mean, their voices did change and adapt as they got older, yeah. but they were still able to not and do oh, yeah, tours true. and stuff. Not Summer Walker saying, um, I can't do this because my voice is tired. Yeah. I want to down. I want to my voice. <laughs> not to cast any shade on them or anything. But yeah. it's just crazy how when you are when not to say that they didn't get the training when they were young but it's it's quite beautiful to hear a story where you were in the right places yeah. and being in those right places didn't feel anything but right yeah. like how are you not in the yeah, fire what do you mean yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> how are you not in that space yeah. you know so that's actually quite lovely yeah absolutely i mean i i fought like yo, so many times where I ran from home to go attend an audition and my mom was just like, <laughs> you know, that we have like, it's an argument of like, we won't. And are your parents academics? No, they are. My mom is a scientist. Ooh, Shem, your complication. So foundation, DNA, we yeah. are all artists yeah. in this family. Like it's in yeah. my world, like both sides of my family, it's not a big deal that you're an artist. Like, it's like, it's oh, like it was too. bound to happen. Like, we literally, my aunt still have concerts. My grandma, we buy tickets to go watch my grandmother perform. Like, really? That's what I mean. oh, really? Yes, my grandmother has like two albums out and my aunt has like, the what? one aunt has two albums and my other aunt has one album. Like, it's my uncle draws. Like, he's a visual artist. Like, in my family, it's not a big deal that you're an artist. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Literally. That's nice though. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you don't have artists, like my mom would like randomly sometimes tell me, these audition things are not working. Why don't you be a nurse? So Simpua has yeah. back up in the family of people saying, oh, no, you know, <laughs> like yeah, encourage you or whatever. Yeah. yeah, because I mean, if let's say like, for instance, now with COVID, if nothing is happening, you don't have people saying things that are discouraging, like, oh, this thing is not even a real thing. Why don't yeah. you go for something concrete or whatever? So yeah. are they always like encouraging you or pushing you to like further yourself in the arts? They're proud. They're like extremely proud because I think I am actually one of the first to really take it the furthest. Like, oh. they, and, and also, I'm the only one who's actually only doing that because on top of that, they my aunt is an engineer, you know, so she's doing okay. the art and something. My grandmother's doing, okay, I mean, like, yeah, besides Umtanda's honor, you know, my grandmother yeah. is doing that, yeah. you know, but they always, they add it to something. And I'm like the only mm. one who went to school. I'm only doing this. And it's like, yo, she's taking it the furthest from all of us type thing. So they're very proud of that. It's like, yo, you're putting us on the globe, girl, type thing. So you get celebrated more than yes. anything. Yeah. It's really but cool. But how do you, I mean, also, like, obviously, like, we're in this country and it's, like, the pits and the arts. But how do you, like, stay motivated to be, like, I mean, Girl. obviously, like, if a lot of people are talented, right? Yeah. And how do you go and say, okay, I'm going to get this gig and I'm getting this gig. Like, I'm going to make sure I'm going to always have the job. 
because yeah. it's not always that easy. Do you think it like has to do with connections or sometimes it's because obviously maybe you've been working and getting so much work that you've obviously made connections in the spaces yeah. that you've been in or is it just purely talent? Not just purely talent, honestly. Um, I know, I mean, in the beginning, when I was first stepping into the space, it was about, yo, I must deliver, I must deliver, and I must still deliver, not trying to discredit that. Yeah. Um, but it's become that I know people. It's like, oh, yeah, we've seen you perform. We want you in this role. Hey, we were oh, actually looking so for lovely. someone who fits. Like, hey, what do you think of the script? This is what we're thinking of. This is what, you know. And some people, for me, I've actually, um, I've done very little work because people had mm. this perception, especially after Freedom. Um, I don't know mm. why, but they had this perception that I charge a lot. Like, no, we can't afford some PUA. Oh. Like, you didn't even ask me. Oh. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> like, and you know, then you, the thing is... That is a whole other struggle I've never heard of yeah. before. <laughs> no, it really, it's like, it really is a struggle because you end up sitting and you're like, where's the work? You know, like, I'm not going to yeah. get work really because people in their heads have just decided it would be like, I'm going to charge x amount and it's, they don't have budget for it and you know it's just like mm. presumptuous really but yeah that's, yeah that's been a thing as well that's also left me in the pit because like <laughs> there's no one casting work at you but um generally people who have this especially after freedom i started to like book a lot of you know, work with different people that came to see the show and were impressed and want to yeah. work with me. What else can you do? You know, like type thing. So sure, it's picking up. Really nice. But yeah, I, but you know, that I like that. Like I like when you've done like a show of somebody seeing you somewhere and yeah. then you're just like got work because you, or maybe if, even if you went to school with people and they're like, oh yeah, we want you for this and you don't audition. Yeah. Guys, isn't that like the best feeling? It is, like, audition is, is the, the worst feeling. part of the job. <laughs> <laughs> Auditioning for me is the worst. <laughs> It's the worst it's for me. Like, I can rehearse 12, 16 hours a day. That's fine with That's me. Fine. The audition. Again. I can do it again. Yeah. But the audition, yeah. especially not auditions that, like, allow you to do to, to be your best. You know those those cattle calls, like those cutthroat auditions? Yes. Like, we're going to teach it twice, three times. Yes. And if you're not getting it uh, and performing and it, especially yes. if they're gonna you start, are out. Well, if they start with, like, dance and you're like, oh, my God. I stand a chance now yeah. they just start with dancing and you're like dude how, how am I but I, I like that now because they already know I mean if it's people who've seen you perform or people who've been to school with you or heard yeah. about you or referred you they already know what they expect from Simpue it's yeah. obviously up to exactly. Simpue to overly you know commit herself to being the to best it. you know obviously proving yeah. herself but that's the best part like when people are just calling it's like hey we were thinking hey we thought you could play this character or sing or you know come dance yeah. and whatever but you just you just oh i really love that yeah. i love it for you i mean uh yeah, yeah no. it's, it's it really <laughs> is like the preferred option <laughs> like i would yeah, really yeah, love definitely. <laughs> yeah. like walk through life without audition absolutely yo um, so sorry, Bongani, I'm, I'm so excited yeah. for this. Um, <laughs> can I ask you one more thing? But how do, you, uh, how do you keep the fire burning? Like, how do you consistently, you know, obviously in Varsity, we were all the time on campus. There, it was just every day you're basically training. Now in yeah. your own capacity, even if you don't have a gig, maybe this month or whatever, how do you stay consistent saying, okay, I'm going to polish my acting or singing? Because 
I mean, obviously, you you don't go long without work. You know, yeah. when it would be discouraging. But in the month that if it's like, oh, this month it's really not great. <laughs> not like how us. do you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. How do you? <laughs> how do you keep the fire burning? Like, okay, I need to either work out. You know, obviously. Unfortunately, with us, with how we look, um, means it's going to obviously decide the longevity in the career or how your voice, like if you want to be the best at whatever, what hairstyle you have, however, like how do you always replenish? Like, okay, I'm going to be the best at this. How I'm going to always make sure I'm on point or whatever. Like. Do you always do your vocal lessons? Well, then. Just... <laughs> not really. <laughs> you just so trust really, in the God-given talent. Worked. I literally, sometimes I literally can't afford it. It's just too much of an expense for me to go and look a million dollars. And yeah, maintaining it is not always great. Um, yeah. But yeah, like, but um, in terms of like training and stuff, like I, I do keep a schedule, like I did say, um, while happening that rehearsal is a lifestyle you know what i'm saying like especially with what we do like you literally it's it's your life you need to it needs to be second nature to you where you know in your routine waking up or somewhere in the day you are going to read a book you are going to do something creative around the training of you know whatever training you've chosen to take on it needs to keep up your performance stamina or sing some songs run a couple of like vocal exercises things like that Mm. Um, i'm not always like a hundred percent on that Um, i also think it comes with whether I'm how much work I'm doing at the time um, oh. if, I'm, yeah. if I'm like predominantly on stage I'm literally like always gymming always singing always training and right before I always go into seasons like that but I also make time for some of my other things that I want to do I don't just want to be a performer so sometimes I'm studying like I'm pursuing like currently pursuing a business degree and yeah sometimes I'm making time to do that sometimes mm. I'm actually you know things that other things in my career that I want to do I still give time to but what I found is um the principles we learned when we trained for all of this they carry into everything that you step into um Mm. like recently Mm. had to um get you know with the tough COVID situation and not working for so long I ended up getting a corporate job and mm. I applied, I literally adapt some of the skills, the communication skills, that communication dynamics we used um, in, in varsity or in training or in, even in the professional space and applying that in a corporate space. I had to literally adapt skills that I already have in the creative space, in the corporate space. And it's like mind blowing to see how far ahead we are in our discipline like we work hard mm. and then you show up, mm. when you show up with the kind of like guts that we have like you outdo so many people and especially when you become a student in that space like yo like those are i literally i don't like limit myself to anything um like specifically locked down on okay this is like i'm tough like yeah this is what we're doing you know no (laughs) i still allow myself to explore even the principles of what i learned creatively and apply it to other parts of my life like Mm. i think i've broadened it in that way if you want to call it training in that way you know what i'm saying Mm. so yeah you know I just want to ask you, someone was saying something that's quite interesting. Yeah. Stephen Banzo was saying that um, not everything you love, you need to turn into a job. Not every hobby, you need to turn into a job. Yeah. And sure. a part of me was just like, oh, 
I don't know about that because <laughs> I, I I want to earn off of doing the things I love. Yes. But then there's also that statement, that argument, argument that, that your, a job is a job. It, it, like, like you, you don't have to be in love with it. You don't have to. It just gets the bills paid and you can have hobbies on the other side to um enrich you to be in that space and do all of that but if we stop thinking about a job has to be something you love to do there's a thought of you know just do it to get to get it done and then behind that there's also the thing of um um, being creative and not turning every part of your creative sphere into a money-making machine. Yeah. But then I want to ask you, yeah. when you work on your own creative projects, um, is there is there an element of I want to I'm I'm doing this because I just want to be creative and express creatively because I'm not doing it on a stage I'm not doing it as much as I was in varsity or just after varsity or is there always is there is there always a thought behind it in terms of um I want to do this project but I need to make money or I need to it needs to be a money something making you know Yes that has actually been a very recent thought process for me um, I before yo my goodness I think that's why I was so exploitable. I literally used to jump into this for like creative reasons, right? Mm. And yeah, I, like yeah, I want to do it. I want to get there. I want to, but I realized that in as much as I'm doing all of this, and I'm like, I don't know, it feels like a lot of excess excess energy being thrown out, you know. But I'm not. I still don't have a car. I still don't have a home. Etimina. I still mm. don't have a business. Emile. I still. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many other things that are falling behind, and I'm like, man, this thing of putting my heart into it it's great but you need to back that up with some business skill like it yeah. needs to make you money this is our, like what we do is our is our it's our product the performance the songs the dances the scripts the whatever the poetry that's mm. the product that we put out there and like i don't know for me like yeah. no um firstly I don't know how I feel about you don't have to turn all your hobbies into some money-making thing. No, I, I like, I feel like you need to love what you do. I am so grateful yes. to have left that corporate space because in as much as I, I worked hard and learned a lot about myself, I was miserable because I wasn't doing this and <laughs> like, I'm crazy for this. Mm. So I have to figure out mm. how I'm going to do this and make money. Mm. You know what I mean? There's so much potential in what we do. So why not? Why not like why not tear it apart? Why not explore it? Why not yeah. make a living from it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, no. Um, before we get into like obviously the juicy part of the interview, I wanted to ask how do yeah. you um manage dating so obviously now you're working and you're an artist you right? <laughs> no i'm gonna listen guys i'm oh, gonna okay. tie in yeah, okay. so i think i might be going okay <laughs> you, i think I'm, i might think i think i might know why are you just throwing <laughs> no, because I, I I was shocked. We are out of nowhere. But no, Nisa, when you say because you're an artist, I hear that hunger thing coming out. You know, no, 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 no. Listen to me, Bongani. I can obviously now, as an interviewer, okay. you're in the juice and you're hearing the tone of where also is mm-hmm. taking us. So you must also flow with the river. Hey, come on. Okay. So, um, I get it now. Don't I'm, stop the waters. Don't stop the waters. Um, so now you're, again, obviously, like, let's say you leave corporate and then 
you're in your artist space and there's maybe a time like COVID now, either like you're not working or gigs are not as consistent. And then now you meet someone or yeah. if you're in a relationship or whatever, mm-hmm. what's the dynamic mm-hmm. with money or the conversation? Is it something you put flat uh-huh. out and say, yeah, I'm an artist. And then obviously people already have perception of what artists are. What if one of you are booked yeah. the whole year or you're like, yeah. um, you know what? It's, it's, it's great. It's got its days. Like, are you open up front? Are you like willing to just date now? Or are you like, money's low or like, what's your take with finance and relationships? Mm. I mean, right now, oh, it's very interesting. That's a very good question. Thank you, Fonza. Um, like, I feel like it depends on, <laughs> it really does depend. Now, okay, so recently, I've just been like open. I mean, honey, I'm not getting any younger, okay? <laughs> no, like, I'm like, I'm just like, I'm living. Like, um, so, Stella is not losing yeah, her career. Not at all. <laughs> not, not even. Not even trying to. I'm like flat out open. This is what I do. And yeah. you can then take it from there. No, it's periodics. You mm-hmm. know, it comes and it goes. And they deal with that. And I'm very grateful to have chosen a gentleman who gets it and who's much more accomplished than I am. So I'm like, cool, you know, in that. Yeah. Yeah. for it. And someone who honestly, he, I mean, it hasn't even been that long, but he literally, I don't know, he just believes in me, you know, like he's like, yeah, you know, he's for it. Like, how much do you need? It's great. It's amazing. Uh... But, um, before though i in my earlier years i wouldn't have i i, I don't it, it was an insecurity it was like mm. i can't i can't i can't be with this person even though he's great and he's exactly what i'm looking for i can't be with them because i can't show up like this or i can't really do this you know i can't afford that i can't hang mm. out because I, can't be, I have to save for this like so it stopped being an insecurity um, I don't even know. I just kind of threw it out the window. Like at some point, I was just like, "Man, this is just what it is," and yeah, yeah. It type of thing. So yeah, it's either you love me or you leave hey, me alone. Leave me and alone. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about freedom. You went to varsity. You studied musical theater. Hey. You were um. What was it? Princess in Sophia Town. Yes, yes, that was actually Princess in Sophia Town at the State Theatre, singing a cappella vibes. Agumnandi, (laughs) Agumnandi. You know, if you ever need to, if you ever do a Sophia Town era piece, you must know that you're living, you're living your best life, whether it's a musical or not. The costumes are beautiful. The style is nice. The way people talk, like those things are are nice. That's a nice era to exist and play, uh, play with. Um, and then comes this role of Pindi and um, Freedom. Yes. But before we get into Pindi and Freedom, yeah. I just want you to share with us the story of how the role landed on your lap. earlier on uh, with Pindile, I actually was in Sophia Town um, in Mr. Skabi's show. And after the show, um, I had the friend who actually hooked me up with Sophia Town was like, listen, this guy wants to actually um, work with you. 
I feel like you need to, mm. you know, heed that. And I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. And then um, Mr. Shabi invited us to his house uh, with Tabiso. And he basically laid down, like, guys, here's the music. Listen to this music. This is what we're thinking. Yeah. And it was like around a fire. And it was like at his house, around a fire, mm. ordered pizza. And we're like talking about this. Oh, it could be this. It could be this. And freedom began. Like it literally, it was like, okay, guys, so we're writing this freedom. We're going to do a pilot. We're showing it in nine days. And yeah, oh, wow. we're doing this so that we can secure a bigger budget to do a full-blown musical. Yeah. And it was sleepless. Luckily, we all lived very near each other in the East. So it was just like sleepless nights. You're driving home. You're just picking something up. You're rotating. You're coming back. It was mm. like auditioning people. I mean, that was the first time I actually stepped into the role of assistant to the director. And I mean, when mm. you're working with a name that big, you're just like, oh my gosh, you're freaking out. Like, oh my God, I'm so new at this. What am I doing? You know, like, you know. <laughs> And, but I'm just like, you know what, if it's here, I'm going to like throw my best foot forward and like learn, mm. you know, and mm. um, that's literally what I did. We wrote the script. Bonafide was on the music up there in the studio. Mr. Scavi is like roaming around, figuring out the script. We like getting logistics in place. And then the casting comes. We cast the whole cast. And now we're in rehearsal. We're running rehearsals. And I think on the, the second, the second last day of rehearsal, Mr. Scabby comes to me and says to me, I, because we've been training and trying to groom three ladies for Pindile, and he literally comes to me and says, you have to do the role. Like the day before the opening, you have ah, to do the hectic. role. And I was like, hectic. Oh. The day before the opening. The day before the opening, he comes to me and he's like, you have to do the role. You have to, <laughs> you have to play Pindile. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. So automatically I was fired as assistant director. And now I'm Pindile. I'm like learning Pindile's lines. I'm going through her music. I'm rehearsing the song on the way to the theater. Like, <laughs> like yeah. on the way to on the, the way theater. to the theater. I'm singing the song in the car. We're all driving, and I'm like, "How does it sound?" Yeah, and he's like, "Yeah, it's great. It's great." You know, it was like on the go. Like, and then imagine I'm yeah. sitting here picturing everything. That is nice. It was so crazy. And then we get there and they're like, okay, guys, so SMP was going to play Pintile, let's rehearse. Okay, now they're putting me in, you know, okay, here, this is where you go. This is what you do. Okay, we are outside at this point. We're in the courtyard. We do the run outside. I sing the song. Everybody's harmonies are right. Locked in tonight we're performing. Literally that night. So is this, this is like, this is like the pilot, like just showing the idea and a yes. showcase of the yes. idea. A showcase of okay. the idea that led to the full fledged. So after that, we landed, secured the money to then extend, extend freedom. Mm. And then, yeah, the next, the next year it was, okay, guys, freedom is on in February. We're starting with rehearsals. It's, it's, it's a thing. So when when you were thrown into that position like that and yeah. told, okay, you're playing Pindi now, yeah. were you acquainted with the material? Of course you were acquainted yeah. with the material, being the assistant to the director, but it's one thing to know the song yeah. and tune and hum it and tap it with your foot whilst it's playing, you yeah. know, yeah. and have it stuck in your head. But it's another to rehearse the song and place it in your body and figure out which notes and where you need to... Um, breathe and everything like that yes. how well did you know it were you just humming along to the songs <laughs> or in the back of your head when you get home um you were Shirley McLean yes. and you were just in that case of just you know what 
I'm just going to rehearse the song. Lord knows when the chandelier falls, yes. it might fall on Pindi's head. Yes. Mm. They might need a Pindi straight afterwards. Yes. And I will know the song. What level of preparation were you to be thrown into the deep end like that? I, honestly, I, I knew the, I knew the work. I, not just because I'm a performer, but I think I loved the work. I wouldn't have gotten involved with the project to begin with. And mm. I mean, I love that. I'm not performing the song. Right, I have the heart of a performer in the shoes or the hat of an assistant director. So, I mean, I'm looking at the role and other people playing with it, and I'm just like humming the music because I love the content of the music. I love what we're talking about. I love what I'm yeah. hearing. I love like just the work itself. I think that helped the transition a lot, a whole lot. Mm. Like, it, it was, mm. it was honestly exciting. It was like almost like I was halfway hoping that that would happen. <laughs> like you know but yeah it was very it was very easy in that way in that way yeah mm, mm. so now you get pindi you guys are told okay cool this is going ahead this is going forward um and you start building this character yeah. let's talk about that process getting yeah. to know pindi yeah. how did she come at you where did she come at you from and what references did you use to build her skeleton and um, build and breathe life into her. Yeah. Pindi actually, just because, I mean, when I went in there, I didn't really, I just gave it my, myself. I was just myself when I did the pilot. But a lot of yes. people I heard, I know because we had such close interaction in the courtyard, I would hear some people in the audience member be like, hey, kema mawini, kema mawini. and I was like, okay, huh? first <laughs> reference. <laughs> like, I mean, the people are already connecting the dots and like yeah. relating pindi to that i might as well that's already like you know found yeah, foundation. yeah so i went to mr scabby's library and i grabbed his uh books on mamawini i was like okay guys cheers i'm going to case it in <laughs> like i'm going to see my grandmother oh. bye yeah. you know and while i was in case it in i was reading so much on mamawini and i spent time with my grandmother so i picked up on some qualities that my grandmother has, that Mama Winnie has. And I started ah. to fuse everything together. And then I put my mother in there as well. And I fused Upindile. I started to literally create things, Upindile's personality, what I wanted her to be like, you know, and also mm. myself, of course. I molded myself into that as well. So that's pretty much it. And, yeah. and when, you were, when you were walking around, yeah. Um, Back at your granny's place, yeah. you know, artists, best begging artists are like, you know, oh, yeah. house. <laughs> when you're like working on how she's walking and things like that, yeah. what was the reaction with your family? Oh, but like you said, they were artists, so yeah. did they already know what you were doing? Or, yeah, degree, it's like very degree, funny enough, though, I didn't start, um, like the physicality. Yeah, Pindile, I hadn't yeah. started um, expressing that until I actually hit the stage. Or not oh, yeah. Um, I started with like her person, her heart. Like there's a certain, I wanted her to, to, to feel a certain way more than look a certain way. Um, mm. So I had to work on how, how she was going to feel, how she was, how I wanted her to be like a punch, you know? So I had mm. to, I had yeah. to, I had to work on that and like, 
more than the gathering in that time, oh, in KZN, it was a lot of reading. It was a lot of listening. So I was just taking in everything my grandma would say. And even the way she says it or the attitude or perspective she has towards things is so different to me. And like, she doesn't know soft life. Like, mm. she's like, she doesn't know soft life. Like, it's hard and tough. And that's just how it is. And how are you crying mm. about that? Like, stop crying. You know, it's like, she's tough type of thing so I, I listened and I like literally took her in but at the same time she has such a broad heart she's so tender yeah I mean but she's mm. not a physical touch person but she's you know so you observe her and you read Mama Wini's stuff and you so it was more taking in and then when I hit the rehearsal floor was like okay I'm gonna take what I've now collected and I'm gonna put it to okay this is how I want her to walk okay so she's not how... mm. yeah you know, it's um what I'm I'm thinking of someone who doesn't do this. You know, How do you communicate to someone who doesn't do this as an everyday, someone who sits in an office? Yeah. Um the concepts you're talking about to share someone's softness, to pick up their softness, and how do you communicate someone's softness on a stage and their hearts mm. and what their heart is feeling when you when you yourself are playing that person, you yeah. know, um, what sort of spaces do you need to go to to get to the space where that emotion is so genuine that it reads no matter how far someone is sitting? Yeah, honesty. It's playing those moments with honesty. It's it's genuinely, like that's what I'm saying, it all boils down to the love of the content, like really loving what you're doing, the, what you're handling, what you're telling. And or spending what you're time with the content. Yes, it's exactly that. Like, I know when I need to fight and when it's not time for me to baby you. But I also know when you're hungry. I know. Mm. Come, let's go. I'll help you. Don't worry. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know when to punch what. I know when to to be vulnerable, when to lower myself and, like, hear you and, and relate to you. But it, I know when I need to step up and lead you at the same time. So it's really engaging those different dynamics of and playing to the honesty of of what's required in in the time from your character um yeah that's literally it's content it's engaging that with love with genuinely with love for what you do but i also think like with what simpo is saying some of these things like if you haven't like really performed in a while feel foreign because it's not something that is practiced all the time to be like, how yeah. am I even gonna have Who, this show? Me? Huh? Yeah. 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 Nothing. Yeah. So you're like, how is this gonna show or whatever? So I feel like, I mean, from hearing Simpu and the way she describes it and the work she put in to get into that, I feel like it's work. Like it's it, it sounds obviously so romantic how she's painting all the words, but also it's like the work. Like, I mean, she went to freaking KZN mm. to do research. Yes. And I feel like most people always <laughs> yeah. say that. When it's like either when they're on stage or when it's opening night, then th th they feel like, oh my God, Pindilis sent settled in. Like I felt her. Like it was yeah. like, okay, everything that I wanted just came together when I was on stage or whatever. It's really so yeah. lovely. I'm getting goosebumps. Yeah. It's really amazing. <laughs> it is. It's amazing. Uh, it's it was so amazing walking her out because for a long time she was in my head and in my diary and on paper and and then to actually hit the floor and like 
feel another thing i'm walking her out for the first time no one's ever really done this i had no referral i had creative you know so mistakes were allowed. I gave myself room for that. Do you know that on the original recording that's currently in cinema, my voice cracks somewhere in the song. Ah, like, and I don't care. I really don't mm. care. Like, I don't care because uh, Pindile is not pretty. She's not perfect. Mm. She's going through mm. things, you know? So speaking speaking about going through things um there are some intense themes that are um brought to the fore in yeah. the production of freedom what did that make you realize about the 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 plight of women in south africa and with especially um with regards to violence against women and gender based violence and the lived realities of um some of these women and young girls because their health is always in jeopardy and it's purely yeah. in jeopardy because of where you stay. It's purely in jeopardy because of the school you go to. Yeah. It's purely in jeopardy because your community is a very patriarchal community yeah. and therefore a man can grab you and take you and hide you from your family yeah. and all of a sudden you're his wife, you know? Mm. Um, so what did that make you realize when you were exploring such themes and looking at the stories of South African girls who are living those um, themes? Honestly, I realized that there's a lot of things that aren't spoken about like this like there's a lot of things that are swept under the rug uh, like mm. and that for me was like a problem um when africa because remember freedom was done in 2018 and at this yes. point we hadn't really seen any protests around gender-based violence really Right, they started to take off like 2019. They were like, you know, there was a lot of movements and different organizations like standing up for this. But around the time that I started doing freedom, it was like new. It was like new. I could see even in in the audience's face, like, uh, yeah, in the in the pilot, in in their face, that it's like, how dare you? It's like this, like it's supposed to be the secret that everybody keeps. Like, Ubabagazvani slept with the kid, and the kid that you see mm. is actually the sibling. It's it's actually you know, there's like all of this like under carpet stuff, and it's a problem. It I don't know, man. It was a problem that was something that needed to be broken. Like, mm. it, it, it's scary to think that. Um, children even go through this and they like they quiet they silently hug you in the corner or they silently they want to cry in your face when mm. no one can yeah. see them it's supposed to be the secret what 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 people are going through what women in this country are going through but i mean thereafter like it was i'm i'm glad to see that it you know how you always said to me that an idea is not just given to one person mm. it's actually mm. given to so many people and you you need if you don't execute it someone else will luckily that is literally what happened it's like the silence was just broken and it was just the rupture of like enough is enough you know what i'm saying yeah. that's that's what needed to happen it was yeah it's a, yeah that i think for me was one of the shocking things about engaging this content so when you were playing the role of pindi on yeah. stage 
you were fortunate enough to meet Mama Winnie. Yeah. What did that moment mean to you when you were building a whole character? Pindi's reference, yeah. entire reference, I mean, character reference is um, built off of Mama Winnie's legacy. Yeah. And there she is coming to, to watch the show. Yeah. And I can just imagine for her, because some of those scenes were very much um, scenes that one would see from um, the pre uh, uh pre uh democracy era of mm. um south africa yeah so what was that moment like for you uh, uh to be meeting her that was like it's crazy it was like a mind-blowing experience because here's this woman whose life i've just been studying over the holidays yeah. and and then she's here like and you know i remember on that day i wasn't even due to be at the theater at all um yeah. and <laughs> and then i get a phone call like you have to come to the theater you have to come to the theater and i'm like i'm not even supposed to be there i'm not going to the theater but eventually i cave and i'm like yo guys i have to go to the theater can someone please just like drop me fetch me in like mm. you know don't make me stay too long fetch me in a bit you know and i yeah. and i go and i dress and i remember i was wearing army pants Army pants. <laughs> I was wearing army pants and I was like, No, you think I'm school, yes. I say MK. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm wearing and I don't know this. And I'm wearing army pants and I'm wearing this like red cardigan vibe and I'm in my boots and I walk into the room and it's her. I literally open the door and I just see her sitting there. And yeah. I literally froze. I stood at the corner and I froze. And she turns around and she looks at me. She's like, ah, oh, who's the soldier at the door? And I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so crazy. And I remember I was standing with Bonafide. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is happening to me. This is happening to me, like, right now. And, like, he knows, you know, like, I love that woman. Like, I love, like, she's like, mm. oh, I love Mama Winnie so much. Like, when I walked into her presence, she filled the room. She was so mm. still. Like, you know, there's this stillness that she had that you can tell she's lived a life. She doesn't, like, mm. you know, and she's power. Like, she's, it doesn't have to try hard. She just fills up the room, like, just with yeah. her being. Like, she doesn't have to say anything. Or And she's soft-spoken on top of that. It was, oh, my goodness. She just, like, everybody was just, like, really just in awe, almost. Like, And then I got to watch Marikana with her because she actually came to watch Marikana. Oh, and they, yeah? And then they're, like, on top of that, okay, some people, you're going to sit with Mama Winnie. And I'm like, oh, my oh. God. <laughs> I'm going to squeeze was, her hand. Oh, my God. I was, so, I was so excited. It was, like, so crazy. And, okay, so, I, I mean, nobody knows this, but then we had a one-on-one -on -one where she was actually oh. engaging me. And I, I recorded the whole conversation. <laughs> oh, my God. I was, yeah, I, I was, yeah. I wasn't allowed to. Her security wasn't really, but you know, I snapped my phone and I pressed, and now she's asking me questions. Like, you know, she's like <laughs> engaging me, and I'm like, oh my word. Like, this is so amazing. <laughs> like, it was so crazy. And she's so about the black child. Like, uh, she's yeah. so selfless. Mm. Like, she's not bigger than the organization or bigger than the mission type of thing she still mm -hmm. has that same heart you know yo she's amazing she's just yo 
she's so amazing. She's so, she was, oh, yeah, was so amazing. That's really great. So this deal that Stir Kainoko has, um, State Theatre has dealed, has done with um, Stir Kainoko yeah. is its nationwide distribution of freedom? Countrywide, yeah. Of That's um, actually quite great. Yes, yes. It's countrywide. And then, um, so we started with all the big uh, cinemas and then now we're like pushing to get it into the smaller ones as well, you know, and like also pushing yeah, those niche ones. Yeah, those ones. Also pushing it in there, also um pushing it overseas. Oh. I think it's always good to mm. just aim, aim, man, aim everywhere. How 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 did it feel watching yourself like <laughs> 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 Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I don't know how you carried yourself Listen, that day. Yeah. It was crazy when I actually watched it at Sterland. I was like, huh. Oh, at Sterland, even. Yeah, I was like, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. This is actually, well, I could actually do film. Yeah. I was so mm. impressed. But mm. not necessarily impressed with myself. Just I liked seeing myself on the big screen, and in that way, it all it like broadened my own personal dreams. Ah. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. ah, film! I can do film. That's like, lovely. Oh my goodness! I really enjoy this. And then, of course, I critted myself like crazy. Oh, yes. Like, oh, yeah. 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 yeah I like, oh, that facial expression isn't nice. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Why didn't no one tell me Why didn't anybody to tell- put <laughs> my jacket properly? <laughs> 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 no joke. And then I saw it in Durban recently. And that one, that that cinema was nice. It had like leather seats. The screen was bigger. And I realized, wow. Okay. Um, Sternan didn't do this thing justice. This is yeah. really amazing. And freedom for the first time. You know how we've always said freedom is bold, freedom is big, freedom is daring, it's in your face, it's confrontational. Mm. But like mm. there, I really, when I watch myself, I actually caught myself crying twice because oh, wow. it was so in my face. Like the abuse and the rape scene was so graphic and in my face. I was just like, oh my goodness. Like, I felt so confronted and so like it was so in my face and the final monologue where we are honoring women who have died at the hand at the hands of men it was like it was a whole other experience it was it was insane it was I like I'm so happy to have been part of such an important work in the times that we're living in like it it really I was so grateful I walked out of that and I was just like wow wow this is yeah, yeah. That that it sounds amazing. It honestly sounds amazing, and I actually want to get back into that um r- rape scene, yeah. if you don't mind. Yeah. Um, you shared an interesting story about South Africa's observation and um how the audience took it in when they were watching it at the theater. Yeah. Do you mind uh, sharing that right now on this platform yeah. so we can sort of unpack what was that reaction yeah. and maybe. Maybe that reaction can teach us a lot about um, the South African man's psyche. Mm, you yeah, know? yeah. I, I always heard it was crazy because in the scene itself, I so my Pindile actually gets um, hit by her boyfriend and then raped, and and then after that, she actually walks off the stage completely naked. 
at this point I'm like completely naked. And people from when there's the rape scene, mm. when the rape scene is actually happening, um, they would laugh. I, like they were laughing. They were laughing. And I, I just couldn't, I couldn't understand it. And then when I walk off, they just it's like it's crazy to me like how are you mm. laughing at something so at a rape scene mm. this is serious yes like, i mean this is an ill that we're currently dealing with mm. as a as society like you know and that's our attitude towards it maybe that's why we're not making progress <gasps> yeah. type thing like why would you do that and one of the shows um because there was an interval after that the director actually said i can't believe that over the mic that you guys are laughing at a person getting abused but anyway enjoy your break literally he was just so he was in awe he couldn't believe it oh my goodness um and it, it was just crazy because in the audience though you find people who'd laugh and then i'd have um like the producer Kia would come backstage and says everybody had a story every night simply yo today i was sitting between on this side on my right hand side there's a lady who's crying her eyes out like that's my story that's my story mm. while you're doing the rape scene but on my left hand side there's someone who's like yeah a woman who's like yeah why did she do it what did she do what did she mm. and like it's two completely different you know and then there's <laughs> one night where um this man and please be aware this guy he's been invited he's a guest you know and oh yeah and he literally says he's in the middle of the scene while i'm walking across i just hear him screaming this is exactly what they did to crazy he's angry this is exactly what they did to crazy these men these filthy men and they had to escort him out like it's crazy. you get different reactions different reactions some people laugh because they don't want to face it mm. they really mm, don't, they wanna, don't know how to they don't have they know don't, how to they don't want to be confronted no, they don't yeah. want to be confronted some of them they come back and they're like yo what i do is wrong some of them actually say what i do is wrong because they are the ones that are abusing it's you get all kinds of of reactions but i think the one that really stood out especially because i didn't understand it at first uh, like it was very shocking to me that you would laugh like why are you laughing in in a rape mm. scene and we are addressing something that is that is so important like uh, yeah it's the laughter for me that it's almost like we're numb yeah to, to, it's like no it's normal like ah, it's like this mm. thing that's just taken lightly you know i don't know it just felt like so disrespectful Yeah. yeah, it was yeah. Yeah, I mean that's very disappointing. Yeah, that's then, heavy. It, then you're just like, oh, no wonder we have the GBV numbers mm, we have, you know, mm, in this yeah. country. No mm. wonder women, mm-hmm. so we have such high femicide rates, yes. um, in this country. You Absolutely, know? yeah. It's 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 crazy. It's so crazy. Like I follow this page on um Women for Change SA, and it's like. Every day, someone is there's a rest in peace to some woman or a child or a grandmother. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. We me. follow keep the yeah. energy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's the same. It's the exact same thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, ma'am. It's yeah. So, what are you looking forward to in your future? What are you going to be working on uh, now that your face is everywhere? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you know, I'm an undisclosure. But 
Hey, the amount of non-disclosure of Kuluma will be on this day. Are you going to be working like, with the Queen? Yeah, we had an interview. You can't even say. No, when you're having tea, like, people are like, oh, you know, I watched this Freedom Show, whatever. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know Simpuento. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I know her. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we've got an interview with her. I'll send you the link. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she really couldn't share a lot because you know I she's love a star. it. Yeah. <laughs> Can I honestly ask you if if you were to if you were to receive a, a cake, no piante, but to mele ENTA, would you honestly not tell anyone? I will not screw that opportunity. That is God saying, "Hey, Bongani, that is God saying, I'm giving you this gold here, and you wanna screw it up telling your grand, even if she has amnesia, whatever. I'm not telling anyone." <laughs> I'm not telling Beyonce. <laughs> nah, bruh. I'm not telling anyone. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I would, I would, I would let my mom know and let my 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 bestest bestest friends know. Okay. You know. Me too. Guys, listen. Let, let me paint a picture. Our parents like bragging okay. about us. You know, when you're like not getting gigs, they're like, "Eh, well, did she know yes?" But you know. But now when you have Beyonce, <laughs> these Beyonce, do you think they're not going to tell neighbors? Obviously, it won't make it to Daily Sun, but I'm not risking it. Oh, my word. I, yeah, I, I hear even... the not risking it thing, though. I mean, and I never thought of the not risking it thing. I was about to say, yes, definitely. I would. I would. I'm literally, but now I'm nah, like... Me. I'm, yo. Yeah, nah, you know, nah. I'll just be like, nobody. Yo. Don't tell anyone. Yeah, I won't tell you what it is. I don't tell you what it's about. Uh, but no, just know that I'm there somewhere. I'm out to you. Go clock in. It's access tonight. Oh my gosh. Go ahead, office. But yeah, you're in breach of your ATA. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, yeah, sorry, Simbio. You're talking about you've got some NDAs with Beyonce no, no, that you're no. not going to talk about. Yes. Um, uh, but what is it? Is it is it music stuff? Is it theater stuff? Is it more film? Is it Chaiva season oh, two? Yeah, What's I'm, going ooh, on? I love that. Hmm. Mm. Yes, throwing it out there. Chaiva season mm, two for all of us. Please, oh my word. <laughs> uh, no, it's um, it's there's two of them. So one is music. Um, it's a mm. really awesome opportunity that I, I, I've gotten to just be, like, explore. Come bring yourself and let's put you in this creating space again. And then yeah. um, the other one is is more film. And mm. I'm so excited about that role. Oh, my gosh. Mm. I'm so excited about it. Mm. Yeah. So, also, hey, great. we'll see. Hey. How do you plan... Sorry, how do you plan on exploiting this opportunity? You know, I feel like sometimes um, Bonnie and I are going to talk about this in the future, but us as artists have this thing, Yahore. Um, like, I mean, we use, one would use this moment to be humble and say, I know this is going to open doors for me, but how do you plan on yeah. exploiting and this? Not do anything like, how do you it? like try to be yeah. the best Caucasian version of yourself to say, I'm going to exploit having <laughs> this kind of name, this influence, what, when it's still burning, like, have you thought of ideas of like, I'm going to do this, approach this, like whatever? Yeah. I've actually had to already sit down and think of 
strategy, marketing yeah. strategy. Okay, mm. let's get people on the ground. Like I need people to know who I am. I'm already creating industry relationships. Like I'm, yo, networking is actually another thing that I needed to pay attention mm, to. Mm, mm. Knowing the right people, getting into a space and like, and engaging people. Like Interviews and stuff. Knowing interviews always mm. like you don't back out mm. uh, from interviewing and then i've had to learn to actually use social media that's something that i was actually reprimanded by umazulu mazulu is an, an influencer and she was like yeah. why i you don't repost my things and i'm here trying to put you on and i literally found when i started to like repost her things and like actually start to do the things she's tipping me to do I'm like, oh, yes. oh, like people are engaging. My following mm. is growing. I'm like, oh mm. my gosh, this actually works. And it, it's good for you. That's pretty much what she's saying. That's like, good. You need to get out there. Engage your platform. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That's <laughs> like, lovely. really good. Like, no. like seriously. And now uh. I'm already looking at like producers that are, uh, because I do want to do international work. Mm. Um, I just like, it's a big goal for me. And I'm always tracking them. Like, oh, he's in South Africa. Let me send him an invite. Let me send in these offices and email. Yeah. Yeah. Send this. Yeah. I started looking for agents in the UK and like dealing with them. Like, hey, I want to get in your books. How do I do this? Girl, you need to still work on one, two, three. I had a lady who was gracious enough to be like, I get it. It's really great what you have, but you have so much that you still need to catch up on. Mm. So do all of this. And I was like, cool. Once I get into that, I can like come back and be like, hey, you know what I'm saying? So it's like strategy all the way. Like, Go for the things mm. that you want. Yeah. Go for them. Like yeah. find out what you need to do. Who? What do you need to do? What do you need to work on? And start working on those things, and you'll get there. Like, no, no, I love that yeah. for you. That's really great. Like, congratulations. Yeah, this yeah, yeah really inspiring. <laughs> to be like, so where can yeah. the people reach you if they look for you? Yeah, I was about you? to say, are you even on social oh, yeah. media? Yeah, I am. Oh my goodness, I picked one. And like, I need to get on Twitter. Hey, I feel like I might be missing out a lot. Yes, funny. <laughs> like, yes. On Twitter, but I don't I like, like on Facebook, it's Simpi Wendlovo. And then on Instagram, it's at I am underscore S I M I E. So I'm Simi. And then, you know, oh, nice. Twitter, we will we will find. We will have to stop on. We will come around yeah, when you come around. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and Facebook. <laughs> hey. You really needed that friend of yours, I didn't really you? Like, <laughs> I really needed Mazulu because, oh, oh my goodness. Like, she was just like, where are you? <laughs> yeah. Like, well, thank you so much, Simpio, yeah. for joining us and having this conversation with us all the best with everything you're working with going forward thanks for all the tips now we know how to apply ourselves and also how to market ourselves as well thank you so much guys thank you for having me and putting me on there's people like you man that help us grow thank you thank you bye bye you're listening to The Rewind Word on the street. Here we go again. Okay, earlier on, we were asking you about what is a hobby that you would like to pick up. Punta, I have another mm-hmm. one for you. I actually would love to start playing bass guitar before oh, this year ends. Lovely. Oh, that would be so amazing. 
That would be that would so really amazing. Be nice. Like that's my next go-to instrument. Yeah. Uh, gay, uh, mm. guitar. That would be but so nice. But I feel nice. like you will kill it. Like I mean, you will because I mean, if you already have that great foundation with like your music theory and playing keyboard, our bass. Oh, I thought you were gonna say if you already have the dreadlocks. No, I, our, that, I, I did think about bass. it, but I was like, that is so cliche, and I don't think that for mine is brand. He's trying to be like, I'm knitting my hair loose, and I'm nah. I thought about it, but nah. See, deep like show, play show. I remember, I have a, I have a friend who is dating a bass player, and she's like, yo. Okay, well, Lala no muntu o sala e pace. I could bam being anti o yule e pace now. I just like. <laughs> I love that. Oh my god. I almost said something so nasty. Oh my god. Oh. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you ever do my half of a chole? I got pied you. Oh, yes, these are the woods. Oh, banjing in your face. Guitar. Oh, my goodness. A hobby that I'd like to take up before this year ends mm-hmm. is either go back to ballet oh. or do something that's related to like flexibility, dance, stuff like that. Maybe like pole dancing. Like oh. that's one of top tier hobbies that I've just been like, I know it's a bit sketchy. I know, ooh, I'm going to get judged for it, but I really love yeah, it. Yeah, and they must relax. What's wrong with pole dancing? Hey, yeah, oh, wow. <laughs> no one... No one is going to judge you for doing pole dancing. We've even got Siv, who's out here every week on his timeline, who's mm. pole dancing moves, whether you ask for mm. it or not. So judgment is the last thing mm. you'll receive. And I mean, with the video that um, Scissor released, where she is, yo, that video got Scissor, where she's yes. pole dancing, and she's got those varsity degrees and stuff like that. I was just like, yo, I want to buy a talent. No, I really love it. I just love Cesar's transformation. Like, that was really, like, lovely. Oh, she was so hot. Sorry, I was distracted thinking about that video. <clears throat> so was I. Hi. My name is Winston, Hi, Winnie. And hey, Winnie. Hobby I would like to start this year is definitely photography. Mm. Oh, yes. also... Creating art mm-hmm. using unconventional materials, yes, recyclable materials, yes. Mm, I like that. Yeah. Bye. Bye. I actually wanted to say that. Bye, Winnie. I actually wanted to say that earlier on, mm. Bunza as well. Is that I actually want to get into like home mm. decor things, but like doing home decor things that really look high end, but it's all like DIY stuff, you know, like um. Making sculptures out of paper mache mm. or like getting um a frame mm. or something and taking your own pictures and then printing them and you know things mm. like that and creating art that you can have in your home. So when someone says, Oh, this is so beautiful, this is so beautiful, you, you can literally it has that connection mm. of you because you made it with your hands or you got something and you had a vision and you created mm. that vision and it's all over your home mm. now, you know. But also I don't want my house to look scrappy and like a hoarder's house but like like some nice paper mache stuff that Mm, i've made mm. like sculptures Mm, i've made mm, you know but i think also with all these things that we're saying no one is saying like i want to go climb kilimanjaro or whatever so the question is why aren't we starting them 
because my thing is like I would understand if financially I can't do it. Like for instance, one of the listeners said racing. Mm. I mean that one is mm. like obviously you need a car, access to a car, or but the, what what Winnie Sue said now that is really something you could start. Like it doesn't have to be major. Like you get a huge canvas, but it's like with the small things or creating art or photography. Yeah, you can even paint. use your phone. Yeah. Like learn new skills from it, and then yeah. what else? Like you you mentioned um, working, uh, surfing. Like when summer comes in, if you can't afford yes. to buy it now, you can just trial it out by renting out every other week, or, or doing. I don't know, but I feel like even myself, like I'm saying, I want to run. Like in the mornings, I'd rather walk. But why am I just not starting to build up pace and momentum as I go? So there's a lot of things that we yeah. can start, and it's halfway. Yeah. It's it's gonna be the first. Uh, I mean, it's already the first. I mean, the seventh today. <laughs> But we're already in the new month. We can um, we can definitely like just start and just go and just kill and smash the second um, half of the year. You know what? The way you've just said that, I'm just going to take it as your closing words for today's <laughs> episode. My word. Hi, what's our sneakers and motivation? It's never, never too late. Too late. To get started. <laughs> and I definitely agree with you. Thank you very much for those closing words. What do you think about today's episode? We had a great conversation with Simpiwe. I love the conversation about looking for Jodo with Nani. I really enjoyed everything. Like this, I don't know. Like, I mean, I really already always love the rewind, but lately having people join us and it just feels really lovely. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, looking for Jolo was is a lot. I'm really excited for the new episodes. Um, I mean, all the other episodes that are coming out, like watching them, like Tato Rampedi is onto something. Um, yeah, it's really just yes. exciting, like all of that. And the conversation with Simpiwe, oh my God. That was so heartwarming because it's just so nice because having someone who um, who who you know or you've like basically not grew up, grew up with like as in from one, but like from school and see them do that. Like it's so yeah. encouraging to feel like, you know, you can also do it. You know, it can happen for you if it's happening so direct. Cause sometimes you're like, Oh, there's like two some bit who's like making it and who's big. And then that feels like, Oh, that's great. It's someone in South Africa, but having someone close to you who's also doing great in your vicinity is yes. like also lovely to be like, you know what? Keep going push yourself it, it it you know a lot of us thought like after yes. Vossi, we're going to be making it in Voss to whatever but like look at how long but you know what this is great this is still a great testimony so that i really really thoroughly enjoyed that and i'm so happy for her mm, yeah it's great it motivation is. to see someone who's out there mm. going for it and they're yeah, still achieving 100%. it so yeah kudos to her make sure that you go and see freedom at stir kinakor um, it will definitely be helping some artists right now who have not been getting mm. some jobs. That will definitely be assisting them out. Punta, what's the rest of your week looking um, like? Just trying to figure this <laughs> lockdown thing in my life. Just staying yeah. indoors, according to Cyril Ramaphosa. Well, yeah, have a good time. Let us know, Lapa Ikayoguti, how are you enjoying the show? How do you listen to us? How do you mm. take it in? How are you enjoying the content? Are you enjoying the interviews at the rewind underscore SA? You can send an email to info at the rewindpodcast.com. If you want to reach Bunsa, she's at Bunsa underscore. And if you want to reach the one, the only B Tenacity, it's at B E E underscore Tenacity. Bunsa, thank you for having me thank on your you platform. Thank you for having me. Thank you, thank you, thank <laughs> you for letting me just run my mouth. Um, thank you. 
Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are, yeah, yeah, you're it. It, it, it. I'm so enjoying this podcast. All right. You have been beautifully, authentically, with passion. Hey, Betuna. It's been a wonderful year. Honestly, you've been my favorite virtual friend, specifically in the podcast world. You guys are shady. I'm honestly, honestly excited for more. I'm here for it. Keep going. It's really going to grow. I believe in this. What, what, what do they call themselves? Pinsa and B-tenacity. Congratulations, beautifuls.